0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com.
2: That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today
3: with Byte.
2: From the halls of assembly, you'll hear us scream and shout. Our love of Indiana
4: is manic devout. Everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner us the goofy guys go by names of warden eric and as you probably know by now well, who's, your
1: hysterics? Who's, your hysterics? who's your hysterics
0: hello ward hello eric i did half of that with the cigar in my mouth and half with the cigar out of my mouth wow yeah that's the content <laughs> uh it is thursday morning the Fantasy weekend is behind us now by several days, and it feels like it just happened. That's that's because our bodies still hurt. Well, let's just do a quick rundown of injuries. You go first because you're shorter. What what are you feeling several days I mean,
2: remarkably, there is still lactic acid in my legs. There's still just kind of overall pain from the waist down, but the most acute pain continues to be my right ass cheek.
0: Yeah. And and ironically, it has nothing
2: to do with the fantasy camp. No, no. Well at night after the fantasy game no i took a charge i took a charge from me uh i yours was not the one that busted my right ass cheek and look i'm just so grateful it's on the ass cheek and not on the butthole like yours so i know how but ass injuries are prevalent at the fantasy experience when you take charges like you and i do because Mm -hmm. i took several over the weekend yeah how many did you get three okay nice yeah, yeah yeah nice um but but it was i'm not sure who i took it from but i know it wasn't you because one you hit me like the least hard of that E-button. Yeah. and you you put on a show and i immediately was able to be like ah, i got
0: you yeah <laughs> there was not like pain that i had to recover from all right well let me just do a quick rundown this is like that scene in lethal weapon two i think or three with, with renee Rene russo. russo yeah i think three. that's four no is
2: it yeah with joe pesci okay okay no joe
0: pesci's in two and three it doesn't really matter it does no let's spend some time on this (laughs) all right so this is the scene where they go back and forth on the injuries here's my deal i cannot extend my right arm fully because it's in shooting pain through my shoulder So that's a real problem. Yeah. My left shoulder is also a problem, not as severe, but it's a problem. Like
2: in the same way, just not as severe?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, My left knee is still problematic, although the cortisone shots got me through the weekend for sure. Doctor feel good with the hookup. My right calf is definitely strained. Yeah. And my lower back, when in the morning I go to like brush my teeth Mm -hmm. and I lean over the sink to rinse out the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word toothpaste. That's what I was struggling with, the stuff. Yeah. When I try to then raise up, it is a problem. Like it kind of gives out? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I just almost collapse yes. each day for the last, since, since Monday. Well, that, that I've been living with that for like a year and a mm. half, but it has nothing to do with basketball. So needless to say, worth it. Totally worth
2: it. And as we'll get into later, it could have been much, much worse. It could have been. So before
0: we get going, as always, we are powered by
1: communitycars.com, sponsor of the pod, Luzier Hysterix, communitycars.com, Luzier Legends talk with Warden Eric, communitycars.com, Ooh. communitycars.com,
0: say it very sad that Community Cars, what's the word I'm looking for? Was Patriarch. Patriarch. Could not be with us this weekend. Evan Martin had a pre-existing trip planned. He was devastated that he couldn't be there. But they were still a presence. And during the weekend, they helped give away something during the Fan Fest that we'll get to. Well, they, they, We got it 2020. We got,
2: we got one of Community Cars' finest right off the lot that we would not have been able to get to the 37 events we had to be at over the course of the week if it were not for Evan and Community Cars hooking us up. So much gratitude to him. And, hey, buddy, let's make sure you're there next year because it was not the same without
0: you. Totally. And remember, if you want a car and you don't like dealing with asshole car dealership people, Go to communitycars.com, call them, go in, talk to somebody, go online, spec out your car, they'll take care of it, and they'll deliver it everywhere in the world. (laughs) Look, it's it's tough to get a good car right
2: now. It is. It is very tough. There is just such a, a shortage, at least in this country, I'll assume globally, and yet somehow community cars
0: has got exactly what you're looking for. All right. So let's get to the recap of the weekend. We're going to mix in some clips later on of the interviews that we have. Um, maybe we even throw in some videos from the weekend. Yeah. Let's, let's dig through the archive
2: because it was, it was more than a weekend. It, it was really, this is the better part of a week for us. And the thing thing got really rolling in earnest on Thursday, all the way through Sunday evening. So this is uh, a plethora of media to sort
0: through. Um. Oh, but before we get into the recap, just overall, I went to the fantasy camp three years ago. We know, we've recapped it, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Yep. And it was the greatest weekend of my life. I mean, shy of my kids being born and stuff like that. But I was worried, like, could it possibly live up? Could this weekend of events possibly live up to the crazy, unrealistic bar of expectations that I put out for it? because of what happened three years ago, it exceeded it. It was a different experience three years later. Sure. But all the different events that we had, when you look at them as a a whole and the fantasy camp, of course, being like a huge part of it, there was just moment after moment after moment that filled me with joy and humility and pride and Hoosier love and gratitude. I just want everyone who can to be part of the weekend next year. And look, there is something for everybody.
2: Like a lot of people mixed and matched. They did one thing. They did two things. They did everything like we did. Yeah. And it's one of those where you could sort of tailor it to what you and or your family wants to do. And I think that that was it was really overwhelming. Just the the number of things we did, the number of people we met and interacted with. Uh, overwhelming in the best way possible, because you just realize whether it's an eight-year-old girl or an 80-year-old man, um, people were showing up over the
0: course of those four days and having something they're going to remember forever. I could not have said it better. So let's get into what happened when we arrived. First thing we did was we had a dinner set up for us by a company That is a huge supporter of HHNIL.com, a huge supporter of the Hoosier Hysterics NIL Collective, Burge and Held, a real estate fund based out of Indianapolis, run by Tag Burge and Andrew Held, two IU guys. Two great IU guys. Who just
2: want Indiana to win. Yeah, yeah, it's real simple. It's real simple. Well, And when you meet like-minded
0: people like that who realize, oh, A plus B equals IU winning. Yes. Hold on one second. You got to get up. You got to go get that dog food. Cheney's eating the wrong food. Dog Cheney's eating dog Bailey's food. Bring that bowl out here. He knows what he's doing. By the way, Ward is walking into the house with a lit cigar. He's walking into the house with a lit cigar. I've never walked into my own house with a lit cigar. And Ward just walked in lit cigar and all. He doesn't care. Yeah, there you go, Bailey. It's not my house. No, he doesn't care. All right. So they put on a dinner for us with a, we won't list their names, but a bunch of people who are prospective NIL contributors a bunch of people who want indiana back on top. it was an awesome dinner what i did not expect was that i would have to give a speech (laughs) and so tag just throws me out there to just do the pitch and i think it went it went fine it went well really good support really good reception from all these people but i do want to say i'm a sweater you were doing some sweating Back sweat. Mm. Well, at least you were face forward towards them. Yes, that's true. I didn't show them my ass. <laughs> but the sweat was trickling down. You know, do you ever get the back sweat down the crack of the butt? Not really. Never? Not, I mean, if I'm jogging or something. It's the worst. It's the worst because you're speaking and then a bead of sweat is trickling down your butt crack. Yeah. It's distracting. I, I didn't notice and I was
2: I was just kind of flanking you. So okay. I, think, I think you pulled that off. Not anymore. And look... The, the situation it's in it's like just the people who are in that room who all seem very receptive to the message and again so much about this whole process is just educating right changing hearts and minds and questions were asked and there was a little bit of grilling that went on later as there should be um but i i feel like we all left that evening on the same
0: page we've already gotten contributions from some of the people in that room and we think significant contributions coming down the pike so all good but we needed a cigar Always, always. So we're in Indianapolis, north side of
2: Indianapolis. We have a couple options and we decide on Havana. Havana
0: in Fishers, Indiana. Yeah.
2: Which I had never been to before. Yeah. No, no association to the Havana Club here in Beverly
0: Hills. But we went to Havana. It was awesome. And we walked in and within seconds, Ward, because of his Colts radar, senses that there is a Colt in the room. I was like, there's greatness in here. There is greatness. I can feel greatness. And there, sitting
2: at the bar, smoking a stogie, working on what I could only presume
0: was his scout for the Detroit preseason game, was Reggie Friggin' Wayne. Reggie Wayne, which obviously meant a lot more to Ward than it did to me. Although I, uh, I respect Reggie Wayne's one of the best receivers ever in the history of the organization. Yes, and as as I I relate to you, uh. I'd say next to Peyton Manning, the most popular and beloved cult of, of the Indianapolis era. And so we sit down to smoke our cigars. We're hungry still because neither one of us got to eat at the dinner because we were just talking. And well, and first of all, we sit down and I make sure Reggie's in my eye line. I, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I just want to
2: watch him the yeah, whole he, time.
0: Ward's not listening to me at all. It's just when is he going to go talk to him? And then Ward sees his opening And I even said, Ward, I'm not sure. It looks like he's talking to somebody. But the two guys at the bar had walked away. I know, but he was talking to somebody. I'm like, no. And Ward's like, no, I got this. I got this. And I just watch Ward go over. I see Reggie look to him. I see a handshake. And Ward is back to me within seconds. What was going on over there? Well, I walked
2: up. And as he turned to me, I could see he did have uh, a Bluetooth in his ear. Yeah. And he was talking to somebody. And and I was like, oh, Reggie, sorry, you're on the phone. I just wanted to say, we're so glad you're back. We're we're so happy you're a part of the team again. Thank you. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Thank you. And then I got the hell out of there. Because you don't want to be that guy.
0: No. But good moment with Reggie Wayne. Oh, yeah. And even
2: in the handshake, you could tell he was, he, he, could, he could go out and play tomorrow. That, Without
0: question. That dude is pure must. The kitchen was closed. Like I said, at the dinner, the funny thing about the dinner was, we would get served and everybody would get served and then i'd be answering the question you were at a different table yeah. there are two tables one for ward one for me and then as i went down to take a bite they were there to clear the plates and <laughs> yeah, we were so we were at right we, we were both at two different tables kind of holding court
2: and then of course getting peppered with questions and that that salmon was pretty damn good but and and it wasn't a huge did you eat the whole thing. I had two bites, right two I bites. Two, then and gone. Then, and then, and it's like, and you look around and like both the 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 folks they're catering it and the other people, they're waiting for you to finish to get to the next point. Well, no no, no, they did not <laughs> they wait for us do,
0: to finish uh, because it was gone. And I also want to say just so you out there know that we are dedicated to raising funds for HHNil and for Indiana basketball and Indiana Nil overall. just so you know our priorities are straight. Here we were, in the final mile or two, headed to this dinner, and and instead of being focused on the people there that could give us massive resources, Ward and I were both like, "They better have hors d'oeuvres. There better be appetizers." <laughs> we were starving. We'd been traveling all day. We need appetizers. Yeah, there were appetizers. We didn't get
2: any of them. Never. Ne- I never even saw them. I was as soon as we got there. I was over in the corner
0: talking with yeah. a couple of folks. So w- that ends. We're starving. Mm-hmm we're in indiana oh yeah it's midnight at that point uh yeah uh, about yeah 11 ish 11 ish not a lot of choices in fisher's indiana so what do you do you look up and you find out where is the closest steak and shake and it happened to be like right around yeah, the corner 0.5 miles away. yeah pulled in ward orders frisco, okay. frisco Melt, which yeah. took some doing by the way
2: well i mean look it shouldn't have but there's a reason that gentleman was working at Steak and Shake in the middle of the night.
0: Well, in fairness to him. No. No. In fairness to him, you could have just ordered the Frisco melt. But you were like, Frisco melt, are there tomatoes on that? No tomato. No tomatoes. there are tomatoes on that. That's it. That's all. And then he's like,
2: oh, there's no tomatoes on it. Or no tomato. And then we move on. Except we had to go through that about six times.
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't great. I got a double steak burger and... A Reese's peanut butter milkshake, which was not necessary at all. But I'm in Bloomington or I'm in Indiana at this point. Might as well start putting on the pounds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we do that. We house that in the car. Mm, So good. We head back to the hotel in Indy next morning. So now we're on uh, Wednesday morning and we make our way to the Holy Land.
2: To the Holy Land. Now we did have to finally make a stop, a stop we've been wanting to make for years going back driving from indy down to bloomington what you want to do is you want you want to stop at wards apparel wards apparel clearly the greatest name for a store on earth however we never got to go in because we usually take a red eye in so everything's closed in mooresville indiana by the time we were usually rolling down the highway i think it's still 67 at that point but today it was different it was the middle of the day We didn't have anything pressing in Bloomington. We said, today's the day. So we go to Ward's Apparel. We're taking pictures outside with the signage. And I'm like, I hope they have a shirt that says Ward's Apparel. So I ask an employee. She steps outside as we're taking pictures. I'm like, is there, do you have any shirts that say Ward's Apparel on it? She's like, well, no, but it is the 50th anniversary. So they did get some for the employee. She's like, you know what? Let me, let me talk to I want to say joe's his name i'm not sure but he was he was uh, the the son of the the owners who, who had founded it and then she went into the back off of of his blessing and got me an employee shirt that said wards apparel and i thought that's it i thought we were done but then eric snooping around looking for cowboy hats i mean look at this thing right and and look, it ended up well. You found the perfect, really cool. Like, that's a great cowboy hat. The original one you had that was like a leather with like a, a a beaded braid around it. And then like the strap hanging out underneath your chin. Well, that's for the bull riding. That's for the bull riding. And, and I really had to talk you out of that. That was, and look, I really didn't care how you came across. But I was like, I'm going to be seen in public with him. Sure. He can't be wearing that hat.
0: All I have to say to you about that is... Howdy. I thought you are going to go, ma'am. Ma'am. I yeah. did that a bunch. Yeah. Uh, got this killer hat from Wards Apparel. This is the only time I've worn it since, except for at the airport on the way back when there was nowhere for me to pack the damn thing. <laughs>
2: so that wasn't just for Twitter? You were actually rocking that in the airport? I had. What was I going to do? You got to get a hat box.
0: Yeah. I, I had too many things to bring back. I do need to start asking myself, where am I going to pack this? when i buy something because yeah. i did not have a lot of options so it turns out where i packed it was on my head do you think that when people see me in this like just in this outfit right mm-hmm. i'm just walking around town do you think people are like yeah yeah he's a cowboy
2: no no they were like he needs to be in a home
0: because
2: <laughs> well, like, to, to paint the picture here you got rubber flip-flops on red socks uh a black adidas shorts and these sweet sweet vests we'll talk about yeah. later I think people look at this and go, "That's a cowboy.
0: That's a Jewish cowboy, I right think there." They're
2: like that's a guy who's really comfortable
0: being himself. <laughs> that, that is not a guy who's trying to fit in. Right, right, not trying to fit in, ma'am. So we then head to Bloomington, and it's now about two o'clock. No, it's earlier than that. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah one one o'clock one one thirty. It's earlier than the time you're supposed to check into your hotel. So we go to, and I'm just going to say, we go to the Hyatt Place because that's where the majority of people were staying from the fantasy camp experience. It did pain Ward and I to go to the Hyatt Place instead of our home away from home. It just graduate. It just felt wrong. So Ward's on a call. I pull up near the Hyatt Place. We've got lots of luggage. We've got shipments that have been delivered to the Hyatt Place for us. And I just figured, let me go in and and see. I mean, it's a it's a Wednesday. they have to have rooms available. I mean, like if you just think about the whole check-in process when they say check-ins at three, it's not like they have three hundred maids, housekeeping people, cleaning the rooms at the same time. and at three o'clock, they are all magically ready, right? Some rooms have to be ready before three. They've got that block of time. They're starting when people
2: are checking it out there's definitely we've had a couple of hours to clean some rooms, dude the, the hat
0: fools the zoom it it helps you show up no it doesn't it oh. does the opposite it's camouflage because wow. when you put this hat on nobody notices you <laughs> all right so we let me just put the hat down i walk into the hyatt place and when you walk in through the automatic doors the front desk is right in front of you and the front desk to the right wraps around to like a bar slash small little cafe restaurant no one's there there is no one at the front desk i'm looking to the left i'm looking right i then go around to the right and i see an employee of the hyatt place absolutely just housing a meal mm-hmm. i mean like she had she was in the competitive eating contest
2: <laughs> well uh, what's the guy's name oh, joey Chestnut- joey justice she was
0: chestnutting this thing <laughs> It was disgusting to watch. And I did remember my dad back when I worked at his cigar stores in St. Louis, Jr. Cigars in Clayton, Missouri, 314-727-5667 if you want the best cigars at the best prices. Unofficial sponsor of the whole weekend. Unofficial. No money. No money changing hands, (laughs) but free cigars. Lots of great free cigars. She's housing this thing. And my dad, I remember, told me, like, when you work in retail, don't eat in front of the customers. No, it's not a good look. No one looks good eating. Nobody's cool eating. No, and she is housing it. And I go, excuse me, do you work here? She's like, I'm on break. Okay. Is there a break room you could be doing that in? Exactly. Is there someone working? And then I hear this woman go, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Which is nice.
2: Yeah, that's what that's making you feel welcome. Right.
0: And she comes from the lobby on the left and comes behind the front desk and I say, Hey, um, I'm checking in for the weekend. Me and my buddy, uh, we have rooms. I was hoping I could check in. Check-ins at three. Right. Yes, I understand that. I'm trying to check in now. Well, I don't know if any of the rooms are ready. Could you typey, typey on the computer and see if a room is ready? Yeah. Well, I need to know your name. Yes, I'm going to give you my name. (laughs) I'm not going to make you play some kind of telepathic game. Like, I'm going to give you my name. My name's Pankowski. Checks in. Oh, yeah, your room's ready. Great. Problem solved. Can right? I check in? It'll be $35 early check-in fee. Because
2: it, it costs the Hyatt more money somehow that yeah. you're covering. Why?
0: Zero. Zero. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll pay. Uh, uh, you know, I just want to check in. We're an hour and a half early, by the way. I mean, it's not crazy early uh is my buddy's room ready well i need to talk to i need to see him he's in the car trust me he's here he's there well i need to know his name yes i'm also gonna provide his name for you yeah you're you're gonna cooperate here yes (laughs) roberts well i gotta see if his room's ready yes type it in (laughs) types it in oh yeah his room's ready Great, no problem. That'll be $35 for him too. Mm -hmm. At this point, I said, I need a minute. (laughs) I'm about to lose it. I go outside. I said, you know what? Screw it. I can't be disloyal. What, what, before
2: you call the graduate? Oh, did I knock on the window? You knock on the window. I'm done with the phone call, but now I'm doing a voice text to somebody. Oh, okay. And so I'm doing this, you know, quasi professional voice text, handling some business in LA. Eric opens the door and has like a, a tirade that definitely was laced with some expletives but I'm like yeah I'll get it dude yeah let, let's see let's see if the graduate has room for us we don't need to mess around with that closes the door he goes to call the graduate and I looked down at my voice text that it's just got the f bomb all over it talking about i have place so fortunately I did not send that
0: and I called up the graduate and said listen we're here we love staying with you guys i know it's move in weekend but is there any way you have two rooms? They're like, we got you. You can check in right now. No early check-in fee. We just head over to the graduate, check into the graduate, and it just felt like home. It was. Yeah, it, it
2: was. Going in there, it is a next level place. I mean, you just looking at it from the outside, going through from the inside, you're like, oh, this place is so cool. But every single time we go back, whether it's some of the folks We've interacted with before working the desk or even when they bring in new people, they're just like, for the most part, like quality students, but anybody they have working there is just really cool and accommodating and welcome.
0: It's the best check in. And now we got to head to assembly hall cook hall to talk to the coaches uh, and the staff to just make sure everything is prepared for the weekend. And we go in and uh, we hook up with Jordy i mean
2: that th- we've gotten to have jordy on the show a few times and that's always great but to be in the the coaching offices jordy has his office he's still moving and he's getting stuff set up but to just hang out with jordy in that very special place and know he's now there day in and day out and and get to you know eye to eye you know just be in the same space with him and he just exudes goodness and and uh, modesty. Only the second time we've met him in person. Yeah, and, and down in French Lake, it was a much yeah, when we were there illegally. Yeah, uh, and he was one of the few people who acknowledged our existence. Sure, sure. Um, but w- just what what an addition to the program.
0: Do you shave? You don't shave your arms, do you? <laughs> no. Look at your arm compared to my arm. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely. I'm a freaking gorilla. Yeah, you're definitely. But then look, it me. just stops. Anyway, hairy arms. You know what that means. Hairy legs. Yep. That's exactly what it means. All right. So we go in, uh, the coaches are meeting, and then all of a sudden we hear, uh, Eric. <laughs> and that's the beckon call from Coach Woodson saying, come on back and they lead us into the conference room where everybody in the basketball staff is there except for Kenya. He had not come back yet for his break. He was coming the next day. He had been fired. Yeah, well, that's true. He had been fired. They had said it on his door, you're fired. Now, this is a common thing where it just kind of rotates who gets fired multiple times a day. Yeah, it's it's at least a daily occurrence. I've been fired a few times. I have not no, been. No, not yet. But that's more, I just keep my head down. Right, you don't say much in no. the presence. <laughs> no. So they bring us into the conference room. We say hi to everybody, and then they just open two seats for us. And we're just in the conference room meeting now. I think there's a fair chance that Woody forgot we were in the room.
2: Yeah, or or he thought we were on the staff. Yeah, we've been around enough. He really did think that yeah. we were working for the program. So we did some breakdowns of recruits and uh, some analysis. They all really wanted to hear what we had to say about the game of basketball. But
0: here's what I'll say about being in that room in that moment. By the way, all that was not true. We didn't talk about basketball at all, not at all. But what you do sense, and we did not sense this a hundred percent last year. I think I'm speaking for you here, but I think it's fair. There is an overall camaraderie that exists with everyone on the staff now that is very cool to see and be a part of and just kind of touch a little bit. There's a lot of ball busting. Lots. And there is a reverence for Woody. Of course. Who is at the head of the table. Yeah. But there is also an acknowledgement that you got to let him just perform a little bit. Like he's putting on a show. He's busting balls. He knows that everybody likes it. It's funny. And there is just an overall camaraderie to the staff and a togetherness to the staff that, just speaking honestly, didn't exist in year one for a multitude of reasons. Sure. Woody getting his feet wet. You know, it wasn't all people that he had handpicked. He didn't know anybody. Yeah. I mean, money Money money, was the only person he knew. The only person he knew on that staff a year and four and five months ago was money. Yeah, no one else did he have any relationship with yeah and now a year later he has a relationship with everybody he didn't know jordan halls that well but jordy is indiana basketball yeah in a way that is so visceral and he's such an easy guy to get along with oh yeah and he's at the beginning of his career so he's just there learning right now yeah you know and, and and doing his job but he's learning it just feels good there's no tension no there's no stress there's there's a lot of smiles there's
2: a lot of joking around now we came in after the meeting was over that's really but they the only... wanted to be there you yes. could, i could
0: get that sense
2: yeah and that that you know we could see on the whiteboard like work was being
0: done but while we were there did you sneak a peek at what was on that whiteboard? oh yes of course some official visits coming up yeah which you know look, we're not gonna talk about we're, we can't we can't
2: but that would be wrong what's what's funny is that these guys you know, in terms of just like, basically, now it's the hanging out portion of it. Another friend of Woody's from from Texas was in named Chip. And and they're talking about Woody's like, I need more lighting in here. I need more lighting in here. They want to get a better TV. So the wires aren't showing just kind of funny, mundane stuff that needs to be done. But it's done in such a good natured way. And then we all are regaled uh in a story about woody and his time with the rockets and this guy named chip who was like an ice cream distributor hooking woody up with haagen ice cream so as you walk into the old rockets arena you would be greeted by woody's ice cream featuring haagen yeah and the story never really went anywhere but it, again he's got such a charisma about him That everybody's just listening to him talk about the glory
0: days of selling ice cream as a Houston Rocket. Totally. So it was awesome. The other thing that was happening that day was Miller Cop, who had just driven all night from Houston. He left at three in the morning, drove to Bloomington, stopping only twice, got to Bloomington. We are now in late afternoon at the basketball offices, and Miller Cop is at Cook Hall for his second workout so that's the kind of work ethic that we're talking about the working with coaches i may be screwing up the days here that might have been thursday i think it was because we had the tickets
2: it's all pretty blurry yeah
0: bottom line miller copped two workouts and and the question that was asked to miller was is this your second or third workout of the day so this guy is putting in the time and he has transformed his body i mean he looks he is ripped he he looks good. He's trimmed down a little bit. Um, he's taking his last year in college basketball as serious as you can take it.
2: He really is. And when you just talk to the other players about the dead-eye shooting of Miller, and we know how he evolved on the defensive end, uh, last year, that I think this is going to be a great year for not only Miller on the court, but all of us rooting for him to just absolutely knock it out of the, the park in his last collegiate year.
0: And an interesting thing that came up about Miller's first year was, just like we talked about, the coaching staff not being fully comfortable. He wasn't fully comfortable. No one was fully comfortable. You're learning, Woody. You're learning, and we got into this with with Yah ja and with Kenya a little bit. And with some of the players, Woody is taught them a super sophisticated defense last year. Yeah. And we're not wonky enough to be able to get into, like, what the rotations are. A lot of rotations. But it's NBA-level rotations. And, and it, it kind of piggybacks on what Lawrence Frank told us in our last podcast about how how good NBA coaches are at the rotations and knowing that when this pick and roll happens and on the backside, here's who goes here and who's, here's who recovers. And the truth is that the college coaches that were with Woody last year, Kenya, Dane, and Ya, ja, were skeptical. Can college kids even pick this up? And even they were like, we don't know if this is going to work. And that it worked in year one, that we
2: had the best And it defense. got better. It yeah. kept getting better as they got more comfortable with it. Yeah. But, and, and that's both the players and the coaches. Because also, yes. the coaches have to pick it up. Yeah, and Kenya. To be able to teach know, it. And, and Walsh now, they needed to be around it for that season two. So now, it's not only them and the upperclassmen, the players who were there last year, can really get these other guys up to speed so fast. I mean, I think that defense should be hitting the ground
0: running. I agree. Like last year you had one person teaching it for the first couple months. Yeah. Then you had a few people teaching it. Yeah. Now you have about eight people teaching it. Yeah, four seniors, more. You I got mean, the really whole team, team. Everybody except the freshman. Yeah, that's fair. And um it, it was so so getting into that, you realize that, like, yeah, it took them a while to just get comfortable with the defense. They never really got comfortable with the offense until the tail end. Right. The pick and roll, Trace in the high pick and roll, Miller getting open for the short corner threes. X just knowing what to do and when to do it. And how to be a point guard in Woody's system. Yeah. And so what you're hearing from everybody is everybody's just more comfortable now. Yeah. So I think big things are ahead. After that, we had basically one dinner in uh bloomington that was unaccounted for. Yeah. Where so, we got to choose.
2: And where where do you think we chose? Long John
0: Silvers. Dagwoods. I do love Long John Silvers. I do love Dagwoods, but Neither. everybody knows. Little Zagrebs. Had to be. So we went to Little Zagrebs with our good friend Evan Martin from CommunityCars.com and special guest, Yusef
2: Roseman. And I mean, look, and we got to catch up with Evan a little bit before shout out to the, the group he's involved with their constellation, which is this awesome theater film group in Bloomington, go see whatever they're doing get involved if you can that's a super impressive organization to have in a town like that, but then, then ya shows up. And I mean, this guy, we've got to have many conversations with him at this point, but he never fails to impress and inspire and be like, whoa, how great is it for this program? You know, yes, the recruiting aspect, pulling those kids out of Georgia from the South is such a huge deal, but he's just such a, a funny slash focused slash smart dude. He's, he's got it all magnetic. Yes. I mean, you just want to be around his energy. And and of all the cool stuff he shared with us and the insight he provided that he said, I just bought a house. He was closing on a house uh, the next day. And that's because of how much he believes in what Woody and this program is doing and where it's going. He's like he wants to and he's never bought a house in any other of the stops he was at before. Just Oregon when he was at oregon which is his alma mater he right had house um so it, it's one of those things of like oh yes this is like everybody's in this case literally bought into everybody's being in everybody's in this program
0: so after dinner which was great um we did start our circuit gotta do it the kirkwood circuit where we walk around kirkwood and get to interact with students yeah which is really cool makes us feel young again which we are totally oh, not oh i, I yeah, it would, doesn't make us feel young no, it makes no. us feel really old yeah
2: and and it's it's a little weird it's always nice and i am continually surprised by how many undergraduates listen to the show because we know a lot of them are on twitter on social media but the number of undergrads were like i listen to every episode and stuff like that it's like wow like you to, to put up with us um and to get to the good stuff you they they already have a real reverence for the history of the program
0: totally now i will say that we went to kilroy's sports where there was a concert going on well
2: because we were on kirkwood first and we we're like where, where the is hell everybody? is everybody it's moving we, no one's
0: like here the biggest party week of the year short of little five all of them were at the waka flaka concert at kilroy sports All of them and and, all the people, all the people, because it turns out this was like an eighteen
2: up. Because you know, you get a special band if you're drinking or whatever. So even all the freshmen could go to this thing. And Eric and I, being really hip as we are, somehow had missed waka Flocka's big moment in like 2013. And it what 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 was put put your hands up? No, I don't
0: know. Um, I don't. He
2: had a couple of hits, but apparently all the kids were really excited about it and they all went
0: and then they all sweat a lot we saw them all coming out and the only explanation would be that in the middle of the pit for the waka Flocka concert was an above ground pool yeah that, that was there a ymca attached yes, to the concert because they walked out drenched in sweat i mean
2: a lot of the dudes had their shirts off yes some people had changed shirts and were carrying their
0: sweaty shirt It was disgusting. I mean, it was just absolutely disgusting. So, and it did make me go, man, even if I was 18, I wouldn't be part of this. But that was not my thing. Ward would have been in the flock. I would have been in the middle of it for sure. Um, We got to see some of the players came out. They were at the Waka Flocka concert. They were on stage at the Waka Flocka concert. Waka Flocka showed IU men's basketball some love. Yes. So that was great. Got a night's sleep. Woke up the next day. Got a little workout in. uh, Head back to Assembly Hall to pick up tickets that we were going to give away for students to come to fan fest well because in the the,
2: the staff meeting the day before we really realized man, there was just like ten thousand freshmen who just walked out of orientation and assembly hall we really we need to communicate to them there's something really awesome they can do on saturday night because waka Flocka wasn't going to have another show so no. what are you going to do if you're under 21 and then that's when woody and the rest of the staff really mobilized and activated and there's this idea well like let's print up
0: a buttload of tickets and just get out on the street and pass them around. and give them to students so uh we got those tickets and that's where we got these fly vests if you're watching on the video podcast hook up from our man josh josh in the josh but, is his name yes in the gift shop right across from the which has been totally redone in the gift shop in assembly hall yeah
2: that and and they've got this brand it's something legend read it what does it hold oh, on you gotta unzip it look oh yeah and this way they can see the liner too the liner is pretty fresh the um brand is called horn legend and it has a, a a horned ram in the middle of it and this is high quality high quality. tire so were the polos that they had well they got really nice stuff there and, and look i don't rock the polos it's not a part of yeah, my own song uh but josh was like after we had these and of course, I had to get a different size. He's like, you guys need some polos too? And I needed a collared shirt for golf the next day. I'm like, well, actually I do. That's true. And Josh just kept hooking it up. So if you're looking for some really high quality IU swag, pop into Assembly Hall. And then also they have the store there at Kirkwood in Indiana, which is going to have all the new
0: gear too. By the way, the Indiana team store reached out to us on Twitter. They want us to be official influencers for the <laughs> they don't know they don't know they, they don't, don't know, know what's going on right yeah they don't know the look that i'm rocking right now you can't <laughs> even see it on the video podcast but it's if they saw this they would clearly not come to me to be an influencer i just maybe they they have a new
2: line of indiana cowboy hats they want you to
0: put right. out there could be could be it's right here so we went back to assembly hall had to finish up some stuff there and we had the pleasure of meeting some parents of a player that was in town uh, parents that I've had the pleasure of speaking to on the phone, just the father, uh, but we got to meet them in person, and that was Malik Renault's parents.
2: You you were questioning how are you going to pronounce his last name, Malik Renault. Reno. There you go. Malik
0: Renault. It's French. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> such such great people. Oh man, like and, so happy to be there. So
2: happy to be there. And and you know we were we were definitely. Mom was watching Malik get up some shots, which yeah. we were sort of like we were like up, up at Cook Hall looking down and getting to see Malik in person, put up some shots for the first time. So that was cool. And she was locked in there. But but dad was so engaged with everything going on with the program. He's just like a sponge, getting all aspects of how it runs, who's involved, what it's all about, and fully immersing themselves as a part of the Hoosier family
0: totally. And mom, you could tell was overwhelmed. Like these are just really good, normal people from Miami, hardworking people that raised an incredible young man. And being part of this is overwhelming. And I think it started sinking in for them just being at Cook Hall, meeting with Coach Woody, you know, seeing the fans on campus, Malik getting recognized. There was just a buzz that they were experiencing for the first time. Because as
2: prestigious as Montford is, and as much incredible stuff that happened there, it, it ain't like being a part of Hoosier Nation. Just just the, the pure numbers, the enormity, the attention. I mean, that is, that's, that's overwhelming to use that word again. But I think the fact that everybody's so friendly and happy and the vibe's so good, that immediately helps you feel comfortable in this brave new world they've entered.
0: Totally agree. Then, of course, we went to Walmart. I had to go to Walmart.
2: I had to go to Walmart because we had to buy a cooler for the, the gross of cigars that had come in from from JR That's cigars. right. We
0: needed a bit of a humidor, so we made one out of a cooler. My favorite part of being at Walmart, besides just being at Walmart because I love it, is seeing all the parents shopping for their kids. It's so, so sweet. just moving in. It's it is so-, so
2: sweet. There was one couple um, that had driven in with their kid from New York and uh their kid wasn't there it was mom and dad out there doing doing the thing for the kid and you could tell they were they were so excited but it, that they were also like they're going to leave their baby this right. is the, their kid was a freshman and they're getting the the essentials for dorm living and then they were going to get back in the car and drive away so to just have a moment to like reassure them this is the best decision you and your child ever made you could tell
0: that that helps with that uh leaving the nest syndrome it did look my son is about to turn 15 he's a sophomore in high school i'm not that far away from dropping my kid off of college and i hope he chooses indiana he doesn't have much of a choice but we'll see how it goes if if he wants to be in the will he'll right. go to Indiana. He'll go to Indiana. now there's no money left in the will because it's all gone to indiana but right right and out of state tuition it's yes. not gonna help but it did make me a little bit emotional like for wow, sure what's this gonna be like so hit up Walmart, then we hit up Kirkwood to start handing out tickets, which was really fun and disconcerting at the same time, because most people were receptive. Some looked at us like we were the most annoying, lecherous, old, <laughs> stupid people trying to bother them. And everybody thought there was a catch. Of course, right? free, free Are these
2: tickets, tickets, really free, because some people would just keep moving. And I get that. Somebody comes up to you on the street talking fast about something they want you to do. The first instinct is to get away from them as quickly as possible. And then when they look like
0: us, then there's also some fear involved. Sure. And then when we follow them (laughs) and don't don't take no for an answer, uh, the only real problem was Goodfellas Pizza. We're, We're outside of Goodfellas Pizza, just near Nick's, you know, in that run and handing out tickets and a guy from goodfellas comes out and goes i can't have you selling tickets out here i go good for you i'm not selling anything i can't have you doing that i'm like i'm not on your property you can't be here okay buddy okay i mean i wanted to fight him i I did want to fight him I, i i mostly
2: just wanted to eat some of their pizza it is good pizza um but yeah no look overall though we had a bunch of uh, students already being like, oh yeah, yeah, we're going, which was cool. And then we would found out that the university had put out an email blast to everybody and we could tell like, okay. Um, and, like, and we also found out later that Adam Howard and I think
0: one of the other staff had been on the IU golf course. Special shout out to Adam Howard. He's the best. He, this weekend would not have gone the way it went without Adam Howard really arranging a bunch of stuff, including the big event that came up Thursday night.
2: And And I would argue... Every time we've come back, Adam Howard has been instrumental to getting done what needs to
0: get done for us to be effective in in helping the program. Adam Howard will easily fall in line with the great success stories of IU managers. Yes. The Lawrence Franks, the Scott Dolsons, lots of success that came out of the IU basketball manager ranks. Adam Howard will be easily in that line. But Thursday night started the fantasy camp experience for those that signed up for the captain's club. And I know there's been a lot of talk online about what was the captain's club. We'll break it down for you right here. It starts off the
2: captains show up at cook hall uh, in the the hall of fame, if you will, of, of Indiana basketball. And we're meeting them as they come in. And it's just such a great group of people. And and with the bond of everybody through this weekend, which really begins with this event, is why are we here? Because we freaking love Indiana basketball. We want to be in it and around it and help it. And so that's great. But then the star of the show walks out of the offices, the lights come on, and it's Coach Woody time. And he flanked by his entire staff, by the entire staff. And ever like everybody is beaming from ear to ear, starting with coach Woodson. And he just makes everyone feel so welcome. So seen, so important. And, you know, this is obviously our first time doing anything like this with coach Woody. And you're like, immediately, everybody's like, Oh, this is going to be great.
0: It, It was what this was on Thursday night was an official visit the captain's club folks the captains got their own mock official visit you meet at cook hall you're introduced to all the coaches you are given a private tour of the basketball offices you walk into woody's office he's talking to you about you know he's engaging with you and i gotta tell you you see how good woody can be when he's in a room with somebody that he wants to make feel good.
2: Yeah, it's it's showtime, and he just has that switch where he's like, okay, it's all about connecting with
0: these people individually. Valuing them, yeah. making them feel valued. So from the tour of Woody's office down to the Cook Hall practice facility, everybody walks onto the court. Miller Kopp was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yusir Roseman was a little late because he was closing on his house. And Woody just busted his balls in front of everybody. It was hilarious. And then the captains got to walk that incredible candy-striped hallway tunnel underneath Cook Hall, underneath Assembly Hall, from Cook to Assembly, and walking right onto the court of Assembly Hall, where the scoreboard is lit up, welcoming them to the captain's club and the fantasy experience. And then they line us all up in like the 10th row of the main section And they play the video that they play for recruits. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. All the great NBA players of the last 15 years. No,
2: going back to Isaiah.
0: Oh, going back to Isaiah, yeah. But a real focus on OG and Yogi and Jawan and Eric Gordon. The guys who are still in the league. Vic, Cody. But you see, like, oh, this is awesome. From there, walk back through the tunnel. Uh, No, walk out through Assembly Hall. Where the golf carts are waiting for us. Wait, what about the locker room? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the we tour get... of the locker room and the photo shoot. And the photo shoot. So we
2: go into the locker room and and you get a sneak peek because it's all set up for the the whole fantasy camp that your locker is a player's locker and you go in there and you, you see can your name. See, you can see your name up there. There's like a cool swag bag that we weren't allowed to open yet. Not yet. Uh, 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 that uh, Kenny yelled at me because I started opening it. He's like, not yet, Ward um and and so that's it you're like oh great this is going to be our locker room for the next few days that's super cool so then we go out to the golf carts the golf carts are waiting
0: we pile into the golf carts
2: these are iu golf carts these are like stretched limousine golf carts completely decked out in iu colors and logos it's the
0: carts that we've seen in pictures when recruits are on campus yep and we get to get driven to a private dinner at uptown cafe but they needed one more driver, <laughs> yeah. which was a mistake. Yeah. There is no doubt. They said, Eric, can you drive one of the carts? The answer is, of course, well, no. The answer is no. I'm not good at driving right. it. But the answer is yes. Yeah.
2: Well, and and look, as dangerous and short-sighted as it was for them to turn over the cart yeah. to us, the, the biggest mistake they put was putting Chip and Ned Fowl on the back of our golf court. Now, golf cars. Didn't it? golf cart yes singular and if anybody's been to the foul golf course you know that chip and ned who are are part of the captain's club they're going to be coaches in the fantasy experience and guys we got to hang out with a bunch and just really fun guys who love indiana university the last thing you want to do is endanger their lives by putting them on the back of the golf cart and have Eric driving at top speed through Indiana University's campus.
0: You knew there was a problem when I could not get the cart to move initially and we <laughs> could not figure it out. It turns out you got to put the key in. You got to put the key in. Yeah. We didn't even have the key. We, no, it was there. It was, was laying it? on top of the place where you put the key. Somebody should have told. You. Somebody should have just put the key in for us. So we had to Uptown Cafe for a private dinner with the captain's club, the staff of Indiana, Woody, our sponsors. Oh,
2: and on the way we end up like blocking traffic. We should have had some sort of police motorcade because as we're trying to turn off of Indiana and actually go into the section of Kirkwood that's blocked off for pedestrians only, we run into Dr. Pamela Whitten, president of Indiana University, out there amongst the people. So she sees obviously like the Fowls and other people she knows from the program and just starts chopping it up for like five minutes. Well, we have people on Indiana trying to get through that intersection. I'm
0: directing traffic to get people to squeeze in between the cart that I have not parked properly. And, uh, unbelievable that that happened by chance. Dinner was amazing. Got to just start to bond with these people that are going to be around all weekend. I do want a special shout out to our partners, charity buzz, who was there for the dinner. Um, go teen bites. They were there for the dinner. Um, you know, uh, Mark Cuban Foundation, special shout out, our main sponsor for the entire weekend that helped provide all of this stuff.
2: Well, and the, and this is where you talk so much about just bonding with the other people in the camp that happened a few years ago. And I got to sit next to Riley from Charity Buzz at the dinner. And what a great dude whose weekend is tragically cut short. We'll get, we'll to, get that. to that. But just getting to to mix it up with these folks who, again, they're they're instrumental to being able to pull off something like this. And and then just to get to know them as, as human beings and fellow IU lovers, it's like, oh, wow, this is this is really special. Because we talk about going back to IU and knowing all these folks now and really feeling a part of a community, again, like we did as undergrads. And to just expand that community um, almost by the, the minute on a weekend like
0: this is really cool. It was incredible. So the Thursday night festivities ended. We did our circuit again, chain-smoking cigars. Preparing for Friday morning, the fantasy golf experience. Look,
2: everything about it, I was looking forward to, except for how early we had to wake up.
0: Oh, yeah. That's clear that you weren't looking forward (laughs) to that part. Because we had to be there at 730 to help set up, get there. Ward and I decided we would meet at 715 in the lobby of the Graduate Hotel. I'm up. I'm ready to go. And I just knew this son of a bitch was not getting up. I just knew it. I had a spidey sense. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to walk down the hall and knock on his door. And I walked down the hall at 710, which I feel like is fair.
2: I, I, I had set two alarms for 645 and 650. No, 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 no. 630 and 635. I knock on the door and this is what I hear. What? I had, angry. I I heard the knock on the door, and I thought I'd hit the snooze once, and so I felt like, why is he here at like six forty five? This is way too early. I need I need my snoozes to you get up. Need and your running. snooze sleep. So I immediately resented you for getting here so much earlier than our appointed time. But then I
1: looked, I looked at my
0: seven eleven. I was like, oh god, he is gonna kill me. So I went downstairs and waited for this guy. He did get to get get it together quickly. Went over to the foul course. Our first chance to be at the foul course where we got to welcome everybody as they registered. And that was like one of the more fun things. Just seeing everybody start filing in. Fans, boosters, legends like Randy Whitman and Ted Kitchell and Lyndon Jones and Todd Leary and Mike Woodson. And then the coaches showed up. Handed everybody a cigar. Everybody got a polo, a great IU polo, a great hat. They were assigned um, a cart to go to. Breakfast was there. I'm housing muffins. Like (laughs) in between, I'm just throwing back as many muffins as I can. Because if it's a buffet, if there's a buffet out, it's over for me. As long as there's no pork. Yeah, which all weekend, it was just pork. (laughs) Palooza.
2: Yeah, I feel like there was some big pork booster we were unaware of providing all the pork
0: there's some the anti-Jewish stuff going on <laughs> in this whole weekend so uh and then they start a putting competition where everybody's going to get a chance to putt because there were prizes to win you could win in top of the line odyssey putter you could win a top of the line callaway fairway with a top of the line uh callaway driver a top of the line callaway golf bag for closest to the pin you know longest drive overall winners and putting competition so they line everybody up for the putting competition Mm. and first up is ted kitchell and you're taking like a 60 foot putt and i think the winner wins if you're closest to the hole kitchell drills the putt well and look i i think this is an
2: important thing to say is that if if anybody's been following it ted kitchell um is battling parkinson's amazing charity too to to battle and and that uh, I think it is so inspiring for those who are battling it or who have a loved one who is. That Ted Kitchell not only won the putting contest, but by all reports
0: was the best golfer of the day. He's a stud. He's an absolute stud. He's an athlete. That's what he is. Yeah, he's a freaking athlete. And and just the 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 mental fortitude,
2: the the focus, the concentration, uh, the confidence to like, and he walked
0: away with a brand new putter yes. as a result. Uh, Joe Hillman, by the way, Mm -hmm. forgot to mention Derek Elston, Derek Elston, it was awesome, we had 15 full foursomes plus an IU person with each foursome, and then it kicked off, and Ward and I got to jump in a golf cart, and just go be like MCs, just talk to people, just one problem. We couldn't
2: find anybody. No one. We were like, "There's fifteen foursomes out here." We had no idea the geography of the course. It's so big. But but the, we we started off with with Woody and the Fowls and the new men or the new women's golf coach who they had in there
0: as a ringer on their team. Uh, really... Not the Fowls. Oh, Woody was not with the Fowls. Woody was with and um, Health. Oh, right, right, okay. Right. The Fowls were with Kitchell. Yes,
2: and and the ringer. Yeah, uh, that that they won spoiler alert they ended up winning yeah. the whole thing i think it was
0: the iu women's golf coach and and so yes it's not that's fair. exactly not was. fair yeah.
2: we just poached him from kentucky nice yeah, like guy that. really like enjoyed that. talking to him but so then after that first foursome we go wandering around on our carts what we presume wait, wait, wait. was
0: no no hold on the best part was all the carts taking off to start the round oh yeah and ward is taking video all <laughs> yes. of them passing them and it's beautiful You just see IU legend after IU coach after IU legend. Boom, 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 boom. And finally get to the end. And here comes Todd Leary, stares right at Ward and delivers just a sweet message. Eat a dick. Eat a dick, Ward. Play the video. (laughs) We have the video. Play it here.
5: The dick works. Look, the legend John Laskowski, super
0: sub. All good in your world. Somehow you got that so much love in They're like three women
3: a couple of national champions here. No big deal, no and
2: big deal. Joe Hillman. we got Lance
4: Stemmler. Lance Semler is here. There we go, we got Terry Decker. Whoa, oh, Jeff Jones. we Gentlemen, gentlemen, oh, the there tip, the,
2: the tip tornado. To tornado.
4: What's up man, let's go. We got
2: money,
4: we got money. <laughs> Money's always good.
6: Your money is always good here. Thank
4: you. There we go. Our
2: right, guys. Yeah, you got it, man.
6: Hey, Enjoy. good luck out it. there,
4: gentlemen. Cheers,
2: guys. Of course record. Yeah, man. Legend,
1: Jim Cruz.
4: Jim Cruz. What's up, sir?
7: And bring it up the rear. Oh. Got my coffee. <laughs>
0: Are you happy because we don't have to play?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Now let's go. Let's go take a nap before fantasy camp. Uh, Cinematographer. Uh, So we then get to start talking to folks. And then we are greeted by one of the best golf carts in history. Brian Evans and Greeno, Steve Green, come flying up to us. They couldn't play golf, but they could just go around and chat with people
2: basically do what we did much better in
0: a much better because they're iu
2: legends and just such funny engaged energetic dudes so we're all sitting there uh behind a green which is inadvisable when you have a group in the fairway hitting into the green so should we should we call him out because it's really not his fault uh Bo from, from the athletic Bo Bauer. Bo Bauer from the athletic department hits a, a shot I would have been happy with, but he did just fly over the green. Yells four. Yells four because it was coming directly to where you were standing. You do move in time for it to bounce and ricochet into the cart and roll up and hit my front toe
0: yeah. underneath the accelerator pedal. And we're like, well, he's got to play it where it lies. Play where it lies, play where it lies in the cart. Uh, by the way, Brian Evans is one of the all-time great ball busters. At one point, he saw one of the one of the guys playing from a distance was wearing a number forty-four jersey, <laughs> and Joe Hillman, Indiana great, was playing golf. And that, of course, is Joe Hillman's number. So he texted Joe Hillman a picture and said, Listen, Joe, I think wearing your own jersey so people recognize you is just a little much. <laughs> just one of the all time oh, great ball busters. Lance Stemmler was there. Lance Stemmler, one of the great guys. Well, and it, the, I, w- I
2: was reminded of that because we were at a mixer uh, later and we all had name tags and and there wasn't a name tag for Lance. And I was like, Lance. You don't
0: need, you don't name need a name tag We know who you are. The players don't need name tags. So golf was amazing. Uh, Warren and I took a couple shots to varying degrees of success. My first shot, pitching wedge, 100 yards out, put it pretty close to the hole. And then I got a putt off of that. Inches away from the hole.
2: Everybody was super impressed with us. So we pushed our luck. Later in the day, I'm like, okay, let's hit a drive. I hit a bad drive and it and, and it would have been super embarrassing except then you hit an even worse drive. I mean we're talking like a drive that no one who's ever played golf before would hit. It, it was it was it, it just completely eradicated the memory of my bad drive until until then we're like okay let's let's finish strong and this was with Kenya's group. Yeah. And and what did you you hit a drive as well? Decent drive. A decent, decent drive. drive. In the
0: rough, but decent. And then I went up there. And Ward crushed it. Jimmy just bombed it. Just nailed it. So that was it for our golf. We were like, we're leaving right there and then. And we had to rush over to Assembly Hall because fantasy registration was beginning. It was go time. Signed up for fantasy golf, fantasy basketball, walk down the stairs of Assembly Hall onto the court where there's a bunch of guys already warming up. And now the feelings are starting. Now it's like, oh boy, this is real. Go to the locker room, see your name in the locker, open the bag, put on the jersey, start introducing yourself to everybody there, walk out onto the court, start shooting some shots. It was, you know, look,
2: look, not having played competitive basketball in eight years, it's like, oh boy. But for anybody thinking about doing this, you should. And in terms of, I'd say the average age was maybe a little bit older than us, and there were certainly some people in who were like playing competitive basketball who were really good. But I was sort of
0: immediately sort of put at ease like, okay, this is a bunch of regular dudes. I would say this. of There's 10 people on a team. Two are really good. Yeah. Three are good. The rest, meh, like us. Like us. like yeah. it, It's fine. Uh, we then play. They split us up into five on five. Woody comes out, gives a little speech to everybody, a welcome, which was great. All the players are there now. And this is where the player mingling starts. And this is where this experience goes to a whole different level. Because the players are engaging with the fans. Now, at the beginning, what they're doing is evaluating. So they split us up into groups. We're on the same team for evaluations, Mm -hmm. which was fun. And it's just kind of overwhelming. Like, you're just trying to, like, get through it. Well, point. And and the enormity
2: of playing an assembly hall, it was certainly my first game playing an assembly hall, competitive scrimmage, if you will, and, and the enormity of that feeling, that moment, and then of the court itself. It's so big. It's bigger than the YMCA court, I'll tell you that. It's a football field. And despite having been pretty good about jogging over the last even year, like a third time running down the court, my body starts to rebel and kind of like, I'm actually sort of filled with an anxiety and just sort of a fight or
0: flight thing.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. You gotta
0: get out of here. Yeah, let's fly. <laughs> yeah. So we're on the bench sweating like pigs. And then the players go into the player's lounge where they have on the screen a big board, a draft board. And the people that are part of the Hoosier Fantasy Experience fans that signed up to be coaches, which was awesome. I think we had like eight or 10 people sign up to be coaches. They go back. They've evaluated all the players, and they have an intense draft. We're not in the room while that draft is going on. Mercifully, because you and I didn't want to know where we were drafted. Here is what I was told. Do you want to know? Okay. I think I was drafted in, like, the eighth round. Okay. There's only ten people on it. Right. Seventh or eighth round. Yeah. Do you want to know where you were drafted? Well, it's got to be the tenth. At the end. There were four players left. Oh shit. And they just assigned the four players. I didn't even get drafted. You didn't get really drafted. That's bullshit.
2: <laughs> but I was but not no. one of I was not one of the four. You were better players. than me.
0: Well, I wouldn't go that far. No, I I was terrible, but anyway. It's super fun. While that's happening, three-point contest on the floor of assembly hall. The three-point line is far. Yeah, yeah. And everybody gets to shoot. However, many you can make in 45 seconds, they're rebounding for you and dishing you the ball. Ward goes first, right? Yeah, let's skip that. Part. No, you drilled two of your first three shots. And then that was it. I know, but you hit two threes on Assembly Hall's court in a competition. Okay, sure, I'll take it. Then it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I brick like the first, I don't know, six to eight, and then I catch fire. Yeah, yeah, I right? really did. And you're videotaping. Yeah. And I'm feeling really good. I think I hit like four in a row. Yeah. I ended up hitting six. Yeah, that
2: that that got you close to the the next round. The winner was eight. Yeah. So I was like,
0: I'm going to hit shots this weekend. <laughs> like that set a bar for me. By the way, Kenya Hunter participated in the replaying contest. He hit seven. Kenya Hunter made one more than me, and he played Division I basketball and is an athlete.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if that, that says more about
0: how good you are or how bad he is now. I think it's the former. That's what I'm going to stick with. Sure. So then they come out and announce the teams and who's on each team. And that was cool because you're getting to meet your team for the first time. But then it's like team one and team two, you're playing right now. And Ward and I were playing against each other. We were both on the second unit.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, look, it's, it's the reserves are really
0: where games are won and lost. Now, the sad part of this fantasy experience is there are a couple of injuries. Some people get injured. It's just what happens. I mean, athletes get injured. My team is warming up. I go to the bathroom during warm-ups. When I come back, Riley from Charity Buzz has blown out his knee I, in warm-ups. I
2: just turn around, and I see him on crushes with Tim
0: Garl. I'm
2: like, we haven't even tossed up the first jump no. ball
0: yet. So we play the first game. Ward's team smokes our first unit second unit comes in and now Ward and I are playing against each other though not guarding each other no no I didn't really want to guard Ward I don't think he wanted to guard me well you might not have been guarding me but at one point I like
2: pump fake a corner three I've got an open look at the basket I'm dribbling in coming in for a little little uh, jumper from the baseline and I'm like oh I got this and all of a sudden a sledgehammer just cracks across the back of my head I have a a pain shoots up my neck and my right arm goes numb and I'm just like momentarily stunned and I'm like
0: uh." complaining also no I couldn't
2: complain you were not 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 in the moment because I thought maybe I was paralyzed no I didn't go down I kept my feet I kept didn't I keep no no you were on the ground I was sort of blacked out yeah I I knocked you out. And and I turn around, and there's asshole McGeeby. and like, yeah, I got you. I'm like, I know you got me. You, you and got then it. I started yelling at the ref. You've heard of hack-a-shack? This is whack Award. Oh, man. I it, employed the whack Award and they didn't call it. My right arm's just kind of hanging loose as I, I make it across half court. And then feeling comes back. And I'm like, all right, I won't have to see a neurologist. Thank yeah, you very sure much. Well, no, you do
0: have to see a neurologist, but it's nothing to do with the injury okay. that I caused. Fair. So we're back on the bench rooting for my team and a ref makes one of the most egregious calls in the history of basketball against our team and i lose my shit and i am yelling at the ref and the ref looks at me takes two steps towards me points his finger directly in between my eyes and screams you shut, shut up, up. <laughs> i i saw and heard it from the other end of the court it broke everybody up it was hysterical Ward's team uh, is beating us soundly. I have done nothing. I brick two free throws. I got fouled and I bricked two free throws.
2: I I did go on to you know this time I got the call. I put one down and I got the and one. In this game, game one
0: was it the next? No, day? no, it wasn't game I one. It the wasn't against one. us. Okay, no. But in this game, because this game was my shining moment, my only shining moment.
2: Oh yeah, leading
0: a you led a real comeback. We were losing by double digits. The second unit came in. The first play I made was I got the rebound. My guy was breaking down the court and I see him and I make not a look away pass, but I put some mustard on it. He gets it. He makes it. Next time down the court, a guy on your team who weighs 6,000 pounds spins to the lane and I step in and I draw the charge and X who is your coach. Yeah. Your coaches are, I have X, Trey, Jordan, and Hogan. My coaches are Race, um, Anthony Leal, um, Jalen Huchofino, and Chili. And they are so into it. They are patting you on the ass. They are calling out plays. They're trying to communicate. They are with you. When you make a shot, they're they're slapping you.
2: Well, and this was the thing, right? Because my team, none of us knew each other. And there was a little bit of first day of school. Nobody's really sure what to say or do. And as that game gets going... Our coaches are going crazy from the jump. They from are the so jump. into it. And I'm like, oh, we, now we the players, we got to bring that energy. We got to follow follow their example. And they start talking
0: trash to me and when, when this comeback is happening. They're claiming I was in the restricted zone. And you were
2: on one of those charges. Go look at
0: the re- tape. It is. It's close. You're go right. look at the tape. Go right. look at the tape. Go look at the tape is not incontrovertible proof. So I draw one charge. I come down, pick and roll. I pop a jumper. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Look back at X. Give him this for all of his talking. Give him that as I walked on the court. Same guy comes down. King Kong Bundy. Draw another charge from him. Two charges in a row. The momentum had shifted at that point. We come back down. We make, I get fouled. I drill two free throws. And now our time is done. And I'm like, if that's all I do the rest of the the trip, I feel good. And it was. It was all I did the rest (laughs) of the trip. (laughs) So Ward's team wins. Amazing experience playing the first game. But now we have to rush because there's a mixer, like a cocktail hour. Yeah. And we have to run to that. And Wait, here's... We, we get back to the graduate and you're like,
2: and, and we've got a shower. We've got to change. We've got to get over there. And you look at me as we're getting out of the elevator on our
0: floor and be like, can you do this in seven minutes? Yeah. Like, you got seven. I, was and Ward like, just, I need 10. Can you give me 10? I need 10. <laughs> Again, he steps up to the plate. We get over there. And here is where I knew that this experience was even different in a better way than three years ago. The players are all at the mixer. They're mixing it up with everybody. They're all talking. And they start talking about this idea of maybe there will be trades right or an expansion draft yeah the rules were cloudy to say the least they were but they were into it there was controversy trace was like this is my team we're sticking to it i drafted a good team i'm sticking with them i'm not getting rid of anybody my team was like how do we dump eric
2: <laughs> no to be honest because you knew it was going to be like well you could protect two, two. players yeah. is what they ended up deciding and then for those two people who, who weren't protected all right who do you want to poach from another team our names were
0: never brought up in this conversation at all. No, the only conversation might have been, is there just a dump option?
2: Yeah, or or is there like, hey, we should really try to get Eric or Ward followed by a bunch of laughter.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. We were the punchline. Great. So that mixer goes on and the players are mixing it up with the campers. And you can just tell everyone is friends. <laughs> everyone is friendly. There is no separation between iu basketball players and fantasy campers none yeah and even in that mixer uh i believe it was one of
2: greg darbyshire's from pro camps uh kids um who was around just sort of almost the mascot of the weekend and x was just there hanging out with him and talking with him over dinner for like 20 minutes yeah um just these guys are so good with with everybody fans uh campers kids it, it was so great to see how
0: immersed they were in the experience themselves. Then the then the Captain's Club. So the Captain's Club get a second exclusive experience where they are put in a van and rushed over to a secret private location. An undisclosed location. That is a private cigar lounge owned and built by Coach Mike Woodson. Uh, and designed by his lovely wife. Designed Karen. by his lovely wife. And they opened that up to the Captain's Club for dinner catered by Buffa Louie's. And cigars provided by JR Cigars in Clayton, Missouri. 314-727-5667. Call them. They'll ship to you for free. Best prices, best cigars anywhere in the world. Order now. Yes. And we were there for several hours, chilling out, drinking, eating. Our good buddy,
2: Jen, she comes on uh, every Twitter spaces and talks to us. She was in the camp as a coach. And... This is a perfect example of of how Woody operates in this situation. Jen goes up to meet him for the first time at the Fella's Lounge and she's like, "Hi coach, you know, my name's Jen. I'm I'm here as one of the coaches for the camp." She sticks out her hand to, to shake his hand. No, no, no that, that that it wasn't at the Captain's Club. It was earlier. Yeah. She, she told it to me at the Captain's oh, yeah. Club. And she goes she goes, "Woody Woody said I don't do handshakes and just gives her a big hug."
0: Yeah, that was on the court. When we started on Friday, Woody was laying against the scores table, and I see Jen and another um, female camper who was a coach, and I'm blanking on her name, but she's Katie. Oh no, there was another female. Yeah, yeah, from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, Um, I'm blanking on her name. I did not meet her, but Jen was my coach. Yeah, hold on, I'm looking it up because I got
2: to get her name. Well, and then I'll I'll give a shout out to Katie, who uh, was the only female participant as a player in the camp. And she was, she was there to ball. And at one point she took a charge from one of the biggest human beings. The same guy I did. Yeah. And, and not only does he just smash into her unawares and she hits the ground. But then he falls on top of yeah, her, and, and stays there too long. At this point, I thought, okay, now it's now we have a fatality. <laughs> you, but she's but, just a wet spot. But she pushes, and I'm I'm like other people are like trying to lift him off of her, and I'm just rushing to Katie to make sure she's still breathing, and she pops up with a huge smile on her face.
0: The other female coach was Tammy from St. Louis, Missouri. I didn't and meet I see Tammy. I see both of them evaluate, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 no. Woody's right there. I go up to both of them. Have you met Woody? Come on down, and I just direct them towards Woody. Woody, these are two of our campers. I step away. And then Woody does that. Hugs for both of them. Pictures, talks to them. That's the environment that exists at this camp. So the special experience at the Woody Lounge was amazing. Scott Dolson stops in. Athletic director stops in. Smoking cigars, chatting. So much fun. Rest of the night, Kirkwood circuit. Just, I mean, just everybody is beaming. And also a little
2: sore after the first game. Yeah, the lactic acid starting to kick in, but the picture you put out of me i will give a shout out to what was the name of the group that came in from Indianapolis to help us out with that it was Connie and Braden and grace. They were so good. Oh, Um, I don't
0: know the name. Yeah, the therapy
2: people. Yeah, and they treatments. Yeah, they, they put these, these compression sleeves on your legs. That like at a certain point you're afraid your your legs just going to burst and turn yeah. into jelly, but it works from your toes and the pressure increases all the way up the thighs and it's pushing the blood and the lactic acid out of your legs. Yes, and I do wish we had had time after the last games on Sunday to get a treat to get a
0: treatment because we would not be in as much pain right now if we'd done that. Massages, treatments like the compression therapy, the hot tubs available, the cool tubs available. You get to live the life of an IU basketball player. Friday night, we stayed out way too late. Saturday morning, I've got the early game because my team sucked.
2: I I slept in. Eric was like, oh, you got to go down there and you got to cheer us on and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll hopefully get there in time for your game. So I got to sleep in a little, which was so nice for me, and then take an Uber down, which was super. And But I got there in time. You to, were there. To get in the compression with Jordan. Jordan Geronimo was nice yeah, to me. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then and then we got to, to watch you guys,
0: which is fun, to, to cheer on the other teams. And the games on Saturday were full games. Start in the locker room. Starting five announcements on Assembly Hall's court. Stopping the clock on dead balls. Halftime, run back into the locker room. It was just awesome. It was just absolutely awesome. You play one game, you get to then watch the other team. I got to watch Ward play and cheer him on. We both made zero impact on Wait, this. Day. Was
2: that when did I so get that's your N
0: one? I got the N one. That Ward, was that was my highlight. And I didn't get I did not get the video of the bucket, but I got the video of the free throw. Yeah, that that was that was it. That was my 45 seconds of glory. So that was incredible. And then after that, lunch was provided. And then over at Cook Hall, I was not looking forward to this. They set up pickleball courts for us and, and the IU players. That was what made it so much fun. Race and Miller and, you hey. know. Lille was Leal so, was so like determined. Trace. To be great at pickleball. They were all playing pickleball and all the campers rotated. So you got to play with every one of these players. You got to be on their team and competing against them and disappointing them all the time <laughs> with our lack of athletic ability. But super fun, super supportive. B. Walsh played in the pickleball oh, tournament. and B. Walsh has got game. Dude wanted to win. Yeah. Dude wanted to win. Yeah, I had the skills to back it up. So that ends on Saturday night. And then. We got to get ready. We got to go back to the locker room. We don't have
2: time to go back to the graduate. So we have to shower up in the locker room. Easy, just get in the shower. Easy, no problem. And it's, look, it's not like the old school prison showers. You each get an individual shower. This is where the players shower. Yeah, so you get into the shower and they've got some nice, like, shampoo, conditioner, body wash. But the problem is, is that because they're made for IU basketball players, in order to reach the shower nozzle, you have to reach up, get up on your tippy toes. And still struggle. And still just your fingertips can adjust the direction that the water's coming down.
0: The only people that can use these shower heads appropriately, the only beings, are basketball players who are 6'6 six, six and up and giraffes.
2: And giraffes, yeah.
0: I mean, I, they are made to clean giraffes.
2: It, it, it was r- ridiculous to think that,
0: I mean, look, nobody on the team is really under what six three yeah i mean xavier is the smallest rotation player him and leo they're like six three six four
2: yeah yeah and so so with them even them i'm I'm thinking it's not like oh they're they probably don't have to get on their tippy
0: toes but like it's designed for trace i, I want to go back real quick on the games because i've sat next to the coaches as much as i could during the games and they're talking strategy They're drawing up plays. They're giving you encouragement. They're telling you what you need to do on the next one. They are so freaking engaged. They are your guys and they're supporting you. It's amazing. And and you're also, because a, a
2: lot of them, if not all of them, it seemed like it was their first time really coaching. Yes. And so, so much of it is what you're kind of seeing their impression, their impersonation of Coach Woodson and the staff. And we all know how Woody has been about encouraging these guys to take their shots and have confidence in their shots. And if, if we're going to have shooting this year, it's because he's instilled this confidence and belief in them. So, you know, I'm, I'm always one who I'm looking to screen away, get the ball set, a pick, you know, whatever it is. And at, at one point during the games, X was like, Ward, if you're open, you shoot it, you shoot it. Yes. I'm like, that's what coach Woody's telling to him. So then next time down the court, I had an open look and I put it up and it did look good. I started running the other the way. Baseline we, one? Yeah. We all thought it was going down.
0: It didn't fall, but they were like, yes, that's Keep what shooting. we're talking about. Keep shooting. That's the best part. It's like, there's never anybody telling people like, don't shoot. Like, why'd you do that? It's just super encouraging. And uh, I mean, I got to get to know Jalen Huchifino a little bit more, and C.J. Gunn. What a great young man C.J. is. Malik oh, is the sweetest kid in the world. And to
2: be able to meet C.J.'s parents. You well, know. that's
0: what comes up on Saturday night. Yeah. So And we met C.J.'s parents. They just were watching the Fantasy Camp, yeah, which yeah, was awesome. got to say hi to them. So now the Fantasy Camp. Or, I'm sorry, now the Fan Fest. Fest. And one thing Ward and I like to do is we like to go out to the line of people to say thank you for being there, because... You paid for the ticket. You take, you're take you taking time out of your schedule. It's going to be many hours. Many of these people drove long distances from the state of Indiana and beyond oh, yeah. to come to this. And we got to go down the line, and there were six long lines. And it was humid, and we were in those ridiculous suits. Yeah, but it was awesome. I mean, and just hearing people talk about how meaningful it is to them to be able to come to an event like this. The smiles, the kids that were there wearing jerseys. Jay Edwards shows up. Jay Edwards is signing a bunch of autographs. He can't get in the door. We want to get him in there so he can get a seat. But everybody's like, that's Jay Edwards. And he just gets swarmed. And I just had a sense from feeling how it was compared to last year. There were more people. There were just definitely more people. Because we had one long line last year. And at some point, we had two really long lines that fed into like six more lines to get in the door. It was incredible. And then the fan fest starts. And shout out to Jason Zone Fisher. Follow him on Instagram, follow him on Twitter. The dude is a professional MC. He's the voice of the NBA podcasts. He does NBA post shows. He is just awesome.
2: He is. And he's such a good dude. He's a funny guy. He's a real guy. And to have somebody like that running the show, to be the ringmaster of the circus, it's huge, not just for us to have somebody who actually knows what they're doing, but for the whole experience for the fans to just keep it going and to make it
0: feel like, oh, this is a real event. Yeah, it it was just staggering. And then we started the event and so much of the event is bringing fans down from the crowd to participate in events, which is by far the most fun I had the entire weekend was just asking who wants to be there and then picking people.
2: Well, I, it's a, a mixed bag for me because I do love doing it, but I hate making eye contact with people who didn't get picked. Like I just, I want everybody to be
0: able to do it, but we were able to get so many people. How down many there. people, how many fans do you think we got down there? It's uh, at least 40. Yeah. I mean, it's at it, various <laughs> points. Absolutely. And it was super special. One of the, the, the funniest times was in the community cars giveaway where everybody represented Every player on the team represented one fan. And I told Ward, you get nine, I'll get eight, that's 17. When we finished getting all the people, there's like 25 people down there. I go, Ward, what did you do? On your
2: microphone, you say to the entire crowd, Ward, you don't know how to count. I'm like, what happened? And then I have one of at least four people come up to me and be like, hey, X
0: picked me out of the crowd himself. I'm like, oh, okay, this was the problem. X just marching to the beat of his own <laughs> yeah. drum. That was awesome for a half court competition. The three point competition. Tamar Bates drilling. What he hit eighteen and then nineteen. It was unbelievable. It was he one looked of, like a machine. It
2: was one of the like, including the NBA All Star games. It was one of the most impressive three point shooting performances I've ever seen. See, he
0: made nineteen in forty five seconds. That's one. Just over every two seconds. And and like Miller
2: cop was doing awesome and he ended up getting 18 yes. in the finals, which should win 99 out of 100 times. This just happened to be that one other time. And, you know, got people pretty excited about that question mark about shooting. It's like, well, there's a guy who wasn't really shooting for us last year. Who totally. Step up. The dunk contest. We have to talk about
0: the dunk contest. Uh, Wow. A a, a highlight of my life. I think that the thing that surprised people the most in that is CJ Gunn's athleticism. Because we all have heard about the shooting, but really not a lot of talking about the hops. Dude's got hops. Windmill dunks, reverse dunks. The guy's got real athletic ability. So it was him, it was Trace, it was Jordan, and it was Kayla. Kayla. I mean the four people you want in the dunk contest. And there were some impressive dunks. And our judges, we brought down the one and only legendary Angelo Pizzo. We brought down two fans. Two. well, ended up being three. Because it was a brother-sister, and I forget which one I picked, but they came together. They came together. And then Lance Stemmler, who I'm looking around for Lance, he's up in the spirit of 76 club. Come Come on on down. down.
2: With your three incredibly adorable children who also, the night before, Oh, or the day before, we're out on Kirkwood hawking tickets for the yeah, fan fest.
0: Just an incredible atmosphere. Jordan Geronimo's second dunk, he had given me a heads up. He said, listen, I'm going to do something with you guys. Okay.
2: And you were like, what, what is it something you could use the fans for? He was like,
0: no, no it, it should probably be you, you guys. guys. Jordan gets us and lines us up. And rather than us tell the story, I think just play Jordan's interview in full right here because Jordan... Describes the dunk and what he said to me that still sticks in my head and will for For, the rest of my days forever. So, I want to talk about the dunk over war tonight because my few moments I want to break down. The first is you lined us up, right? And I was facing you, yeah. And I said, I said to you, I said to you, is this okay? And you said, Do you remember what you said to me? Yes, I said. Say exactly what you said to me.
7: I said, No, turn around, because you might get nuts in your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. And
0: you know, I appreciated yeah, that. That's good looking out, coach. Yeah, of course. So of I course, turned around, and Ward was in front of me. And we were talking to each other. It was the most terrified I've ever been in my life. <laughs>
7: well, I I'm both, like, wait, I'm wait.
0: six feet tall. Yeah, and we we didn't you,
7: want to insult you. you but, trust me? Yeah. Well. I, wh- uh, I, I,
0: I didn't. I'll be honest. No. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. know what was about to happen. I said to Ward, because I'm scared. I mean, should we just help him out and kneel down a little bit? <laughs> we just
4: kind of started ducking our heads. We just wanted to but help you. But I was you. still.
0: I'm six two. I was at least six feet. Which means your nut neck clearance was six feet, you did slap me on the back as you went by harder than I've ever been hit by a human being. <laughs> was that intentional?
7: <laughs> it, was little, it was a little pushed off, not gonna lie. So you little get little a little propulsion from that? Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the
0: video of it, which uh-huh. I'll show you afterwards, you can see my entire body quake. Yeah, like you said, awesome. yeah. like a
4: whole... <laughs> I see you. You see, um, now but you, you wow the crowd, but also if you watch the videotape, you can also see that your head is at least as high as the rim, if yeah. not a little above it.
0: So that was an absolute highlight. First of all, Jordan Geronimo is just such a good dude. He really is. Having I got to
2: spend as much time with him as any of the players uh, over the few days, and he's 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 a big kid. He's so happy to be there. He's so sweet. He's so engaging. And and then to do that, and they have the wherewithal to take that picture. And I'll cut in the picture too because it ends up being one of my favorite selfies of all time. Also. And it was one of those videos that ended up going out and going viral. And it was my mom and Joshua Tree, California, was like, you guys are having so much
0: fun. I can feel it from 4,000 miles away. The best. The team played a scrimmage, which was super fun. Trace Jackson Davis in the scrimmage hit more threes than he's made in his entire in, uh, Indiana career. He made two of three. Jalen hood
2: Shafino, like to see him running point. Uh, no with that passes. With the, what, Oh, were you getting that? I I was so excited. You got to have Trace's three-point. I'm sorry. I was so excited. But to see Jalen, like, he's, you know, a third of the way down the court and hit Anthony Leal right in the pocket on a no-look pass for an easy transition layup was just like, whoa, whoa. To to, to see it on the court, in person, what we've been hearing a lot about, of course, him just showing up to
0: Bloomington, but what we've been hearing about this summer, it's like, wow, it's – for real. Getting to see Malik run up and down, made a couple shots. Caleb, Caleb. Caleb, getting to see the explosiveness of Caleb. That's what I noticed the most. That dude, when he goes to the rim, he goes hard. Getting to see X throw the alley oops to Trace. Trace. Yeah. It was awesome. But there is one moment that stands out amongst all the moments at Fan Fest. Yeah, of, of really the whole week. And we'll let the moment play out in video. We can play the video but I want to just explain the context of it. We did a competition called Go For It, where we bring a few fans down, they shoot a layup. If they make the layup, they win a small prize. They can then choose to keep that prize or go for a bigger prize at the free throw line. Make the free throw, then they can go to the three-point line and so on. We had picked all of the players for this, but as I was turning my back towards the group, I saw this kid, a young man, who had more energy than anybody that I saw in the building easily. And I couldn't help it. I brought him out. He was yelling at me. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you yelling at me? And he comes out and you could just tell immediately, just one of the sweetest humans you could ever meet who has such a love for Indiana basketball that it just oozes out of his pores.
2: Well, and prior to this, you didn't know this, but we had already picked the two contestants and race was sitting by the scorers table And he he tapped me. He was like, get him, get him. And I'm like, oh, we already have our two for this, but we'll definitely get him up for something.
0: And so I interviewed him on the court. You'll see that in the video. But then I just knew after interviewing him and the crowd immediately loved him that we had to let him do this competition. And I decided that no matter what happened with the two competitors, we would let this kid be a third competitor. And I went to Trace This is the part you don't see in the video. I went to Trace and I said, listen, we're gonna get this kid out there. He has to make the three. So if he misses on the last attempt, get up there, get the rebound, dunk it. Trace is like, I got you. I got you. So let's let the video play out and show you what happened in this emotional moment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who's the best? best (laughs) money. <laughs>
0: One of the great things about that video, maybe the greatest, is look at the team. Oh, look at these IU players and their reaction. Watch the video again. They lose their minds for this kid. They celebrated like Rob Finnessy hit the shot against Purdue.
2: All five thousand fans did, and by all reports, there were a lot of tears being shed in that building.
0: It was an incredible moment.
2: Amidst a sea of incredible moments. Well, for example, we there was a free throw competition, and you and I wanted to go out and get two two kids on the younger side, but who we felt were were uh, big enough to be able to make free throws. My that's what I did. My my kid was a little bit smaller in person. Like he was up there in the stands. I'm like, he looks like he'd be. He gets down there. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty little. I'm not sure he's going to be able to do it. So the competition gets going. Your guys, like he's he's dressed like a basketball player. He's got the frame, good form. And he drills the first one. I'm like, oh man, my guy's gonna get smoked. But then my guy just digs deep and starts drilling them and drilling them. And then the clock's ticking out. My kid pulls even, and the crowd's going more nuts. And then with time expiring, my kid pulls ahead. And now I'm going nuts. And I'm just like, whoa, and I'm running down the, the, the free throw lane celebrating. And doing my, my jacket, our jackets yeah. finally, which we know were not made very well the button pops off and goes flying across assembly hall court. But again, the whole, the whole crowd was into it and led by the players who were divvied up on each end. And these guys were so locked in and engaged. It, it was really um, so it, it just went from the, the, the floor up. Those players throughout the weekend, just continued to be the leaders
0: of enthusiasm, which
2: is really special for
0: fans. It's what you want. And It was an amazing, those moments, there was a mother who escorted her daughter down because we picked her for a competition. And the mother watched her daughter, I think she was paired up with Trace for something. And the mother is bawling, crying. That is what this Fan Fest is about. People got to get in lines. We had six stations for autographs and pictures. We did it a little bit afterwards. I understand not everybody got autographs and pictures. We can't make those kids stay for 10 hours to sign every autograph. I apologize to the people who did not get autographs. We will work to make it better and more efficient next year. Yeah, just one of the,
2: like, in the autograph lines at the beginning... We'll Work next year to say, have a cutoff and be like, okay, nobody else get in line, everybody in line will get an autograph, but so nobody sits there and, and waits and doesn't get one. Right. And then at the end, we'll just figure out in advance, okay, how long will you have? And then with fans like always oh, in these events, you know, okay, prioritize because in all likelihood, you're not going to be able to get everybody,
0: yeah. And also, I know a lot of people wanted traces, but that was the longest line. You might be better to go get X and exit exam- and tomorrow. And but anyway, the event ends and it it was just one of the more gratifying, humbling, um, fun, fun, inspiring events experiences that I've ever had in my life. To see that many people happy, including the players, to be surrounded by like minded people. I should also back up Jordan Hulls. Oh, to be able to announce Jordan Hulls. On Assembly Hall's court for the first time since he left school, it, it was like I realized as I was doing it, I was like, "Oh, this is
2: this is the first time Bloomington and IU is going to be able to welcome him back." And they went crazy. He got a standing, standing ovation. ovation. It was it was that was one of my highlights for sure.
0: Again, it was just highlight after highlight. We got to go outside, and people were coming up to us sharing their stories of what it meant to them to be there. And then, and we have another one after the youth camp. We'll yes. share that. That just blew my mind. But it was amazing. We then went to Kirkwood and ordered Pizza X. Yes. Got our Big Ten special sitting at a bench outside of, of
2: Nick's. And it was glorious in that we no longer were like pushing tickets on people. It was like that part was over and we were just hearing from so many people who were there and had a great time. And we finally got to hang out with Jeff Rabby Rapchop
0: we did rabby Johns was there our man ken davis was there atlanta golf nut jen was out but the best thing that happened that night is we're getting tons of people coming up to us telling us how much they love the event and this young man student in indiana comes up to us he's like dude i love your guys suits those things are awesome what where, where do i get a suit like that we're like all right well this guy has been imbibing he's been having a good time and w- why do you have these suits? What are you guys doing here? We're like, well, we 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 host a podcast, and we um we just did this big fan fest at Assembly Hall. And he goes, I was there. We we're like, well, we were the two guys in these suits on the floor, yeah, like hosting the event. He goes, I uh, I don't remember much about the event. And he's like, my name's my name's Drake. And and look, we met a thousand people, yeah. But I was like, yeah. I met you. (laughs) I took a picture with you. We were introduced. (laughs) We were introduced. And for two hours, we were on the court. And this dude did not remember any of it. Zero recollection. Parents, talk to your kids about responsible drinking (laughs) at this point in the podcast. Uh, So that was an amazing night. I am definitely sore. I was sitting on the bench. And every time somebody came up to us, I kept getting up and then sitting back down. And it was a chore. There were noises. Oh, oh no. I was, I was nice okay. to meet you. Oh,
2: thanks for coming out.
0: Stayed out late, smoked our cigars, headed back to the graduate for our, what should have been our last night in Bloomington to get up for early games the next day, final four games. Get up. We go over. My team plays against Trace's team in a triple overtime game. And we had started to suffer some injuries. So I played like the entire second half and all three overtimes Ooh. and I played good D I, I hit two free throws. Great. Um, did two or one. I can't remember. That's all I did, but I had some good steals. I thought we both hit one of two, one of two. You're On right. Sunday. We yeah, both we went, went one of two solid 50% hey, from hey, the stripe triple overtime. If I don't hit my free throw, we don't go to overtime. It was it, congratulations. Ward's team loses. uh uh,
2: it was not as competitive as your match but you know we have no quit in us we clawed our way back into it but when it came time for the consolation match between your team and my team look I don't want anybody to get hurt uh I don't want anybody to be well yes I do I wanted you guys to be completely disheartened and exhausted and And we were and some of my players stopped playing (laughs) and at this point we've had somebody rupture their Achilles. Yeah, someone Uh, ruptured their Achilles. Somebody had a pinch. In my first game. Yeah, and then Chase, uh, who came with Jason, he had a pretty severe uh, calf injury. He was in a boot. So people were dropping like flies. And Ward's
0: team beats us by about 100.
2: Well, it was pretty great because we were thumping you guys so badly going into the locker room. The goal, the stated goal for our team was for us to reach 60 and to keep you guys under 20 that didn't happen you guys got 20 and we got like 50 that's all we got was 20 yeah it, we came pretty close god damn it.
0: it was great but ward did draw a charge for me in that game <clears throat> that's I mean, all i, I just needed ran him over that's all I, needed. I just wanted to run i
2: saw eric was running transition he was running the point somebody else was on ball when you say running the point uh, uh, let's jogging, jogging the point, sauntering the y- point. Yeah, otherwise I would have had the courage to stand there in there and take it. But I'm like, he's gonna go to his right if he's gonna try to push this thing to the hoop. So I just stood there, and yeah, I, you had a solid ten feet of runway not to smash into me, which
0: you chose not to use. Yeah, no, I wanted to smash into you. <laughs> uh, they smoked us. It was a, a great a great last game to play against Ward, and then uh, the championship game came upon us. And it was a defensive struggle. And the game came down to the team with the ball with 15 seconds left was down by two. With about seven seconds left, they shoot a shot, a three, an open three. Bangs off the rim, batted around, ends up in the hands of the point guard who makes a great dish to a wide open Jeff on the wing. He launches it, the buzzer hits, it banks and goes in. The crowd goes why including woody including woody who is courtside jumps up off of his seat celebrating but again the austin moment is the best moment this is right there it,
2: it, it you could not you could bring in angelo and be like angelo write this for us and this is what angelo will come up with for the whole weekend but for it to end i mean we were about to, to embark on the youth camp But as far as competitions goes, to end it that way, it it is something we're going to use in our marketing materials forever.
0: And play the video game. thing I want you to really look at in that video is the dog pile that happens. Look who's on the bottom of it. Scary, but also awesome. Caleb Banks, Tamar Bates, Miller Cop rips off his shirt and is on the scorers table. The players, even from other teams, were celebrating this moment. We all lost our mind. It was the fantasy moment to end a fantasy experience. And look, and you can go back to Fan Fest too
2: maybe the biggest win of the entire experience was that none of the IU players got hurt, but it came down to the wire because when you see like 15 dudes
0: lying on top of each other, out of shape dudes. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of LBs to spread around there. And and I just want to say about this whole experience three years ago, I met a guy named Dan Feldstein who runs a company called red ventures. We connected. He was the cousin of a friend of mine that I grew up with. Didn't know him before the camp, didn't know he existed three years ago. We've become very good friends. He was on my team. And I got to hang out with him for the first time. We actually did see each other. He came to LA right before the pandemic, like the day before the pandemic broke. Like he was here, we had lunch. I haven't seen him since. We got to hang out and play together and encourage each other. He did tell me I was setting soft picks at halftime. <laughs> And then when we came, that doesn't sound like you. And then at the end, uh, when we came out, the first play of the game, I said a hellacious pick, illegal screen, they called it. The the only illegal screen pick I think called. But it was so great to see him again and talk to him. I, I just loved it. Our guy, Brandon Straub, who was the hysteric of the week, who is just such a guy filled with Indiana pride and a super smart guy and a good basketball player. And has
2: this incredible toy company with an incredible mission and he brought uh, custom-made IU toys that
0: that are going to make me look like a hero to my kids when I finally give them to them It, it was just that is what this weekend was about it was about being surrounded by people who love Indiana basketball as much as you do and look there's a handful
2: of guys who aren't iu fans who play kind of on the the fantasy camp circuit and they're generally good players and they're a little bit been there done that seen that okay but they all because it was a part of this whole weekend and they came to the fan fest all these guys who have seen this stuff at other programs were just blown away that even the non-hoosiers were like this was incredible they became
0: iu fans yeah yeah. And um, and so that ends, and saying goodbye to everybody was bittersweet. And at that moment is when we were right about the end during that last game, we were able to go grab interviews with a bunch of the IU people that were involved. And I think we just run those back to back here. Here comes a guest, here comes a guest. Here we are with Ward, with me, and with stud assistant coach, as they call him, B. Walsh. Brian Walsh, how are you, man? I'm doing great,
2: man. How are we doing this morning? Uh, well, we're in a lot of pain with the fact that we both walked off the
4: court from our last game as a success. We have four years left. What do you think, coach? The yeah, eligibility, you, We're yeah, here for
8: you. You guys, you guys got to get in better shape. I mean, <laughs> you know, it looked like you were laboring getting up and down. Yes, that would be the word. Do I, I will you? say this, though. Ward, defensively, pretty good off the ball. Yeah, Had a couple steals. Head on a swivel. Yeah, a swivel. not bad. I no. think it might have been the shoes. Right. Uh, I, I. I. We should mention. I'm wearing. Yeah. Now say something it. nice about me. You made a layup. It looked like it hurt, but you know what? It went in. What about the offensive rebound putback? I, I must have missed. Yeah. It. Oh yeah. yeah. But did we you did see, lose by sixty.
0: You guys. got did you? Wrong. Did you see me take a charge from Eric? I, I did. I mean, I did help him
2: a little with that by too too not being able to control my body.
8: Too much playfulness on the court for me. Is that right? Yeah. You guys are opposite teams. You know, there's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. Well, there was. You guys are over here tickling each other on the court. Like, <laughs> was... like to be fair, I, I pants Eric on the court
4: after he pantsed me during one. Yeah, he got me back. Hey, but in all seriousness, you've been around this weekend. You've been a great participant. You've been involved. Uh, what'd you make of
8: it? I mean, honestly, like, we can't thank you guys enough. This is unbelievable moving forward. Hopefully, we can get bigger, more fans. And make it even better. But you guys, it was a phenomenal weekend. Everybody came in. I know our players had a blast, um, and hopefully, this thing can just continue to get bigger and better. Talk a little bit about what you hear from the players about just the whole weekend of interacting with fans last night at the fan
0: fest, being around fans again for the first time in a while. You know the social events that have happened, the fantasy camp, golf. What are you hearing from your players about this weekend? I mean,
8: at the end of the day, this is all about those guys, and just having them being able to connect with former IU guys and just. Everyone that came in for this weekend is absolutely huge. Uh, not only for those guys, but you know, when basketball's over, building those relationships. And uh, that's what it's all about, is just connecting the fan to the player and the players to the fans. And our guys have had a blast. And a lot of the credit goes to you guys for really rallying, rallying the troops, the fans. I thought it has been a great turnout. Well, look, and we know the eye is always on the future. It's obviously a very bright
4: one for this season. But what does something like this, when all these fans come out and everybody participates, when you're talking to recruits, I mean, this is no secret. They're going to know what's going on here. What does that
8: mean to you guys in those conversations? Yeah, well, I can't talk too much on the recruiting piece. Oh, we could
4: just cut that.
2: We just cut. Well, cut you that. can talk in general.
4: Yeah, not I'm talking specific.
8: In, in general, yeah. I mean, I mean, it is big because you know they're following on social media, so they kind of see what's going on. Um, and the fan support. Look, it's August. It's Indiana basketball. You know, the turnout yesterday I thought was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, and anytime they can get in Assembly Hall and see our guys. What that does for us on the trail really helps
0: you know one thing
8: that all
0: of the participants in the fantasy camp have been talking about is just the overall vibe of the team and the program it's something ward and i have spent a lot of time discussing i'm not trying to shit on anything before us but there is clearly a different vibe with woody here for a year now with all the coaches on the same page he's got the staff that he wants he knows you guys you know him it just feels so good that everybody is pulling in the same direction. Do you feel that again? Not trying to denigrate anything before, but how special what's happening right now is.
8: Yeah, I think you know the staff, the coach was able to put together the vibes, and you know we're working as a collective unit. You know it's been amazing. I think our guys, all the older guys came back, and they're kind of we're kind of building a culture, which is what we worked on so hard last year, and all the older guys coming back. Now you bring in the new guys. And it's really starting to, you know, turn a little bit. Um, so it's been phenomenal, great chemistry, but there's still a ton of work to do. And, you know, we've we've won zero games thus far. So a lot of yeah. work to do. If you had to grade Ward 1 to 10 overall basketball player, be
0: honest. What is it? Be
8: honest. <laughs> be honest. It'll be way better. If you he, like, you know, he's got no undershirt on right now. He looks the part. Yes, he does. For he's sure. got a nice tan. His hair yeah. is done. Yeah. He's got silver shoes on. Yes. I'm going to give it a solid... Four point seven. Okay, that's will take, prof- take. That is a professional score too. That he went to the decimal point. All right, now me. Uh, first thing we need to work on is your apparel. It can be, It can improve. Overall basketball, three point nine. Sorry, but it's it's the it's the god honest truth. That's the only win I. I didn't this see weekend. you take a jumper all weekend. I took a couple.
0: I mean, but I play to my strengths. Which is? Not jumpers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, B. Walsh, it's been so much fun hanging out with you. You know, usually when we get to see you, it's more intense. You're in the middle of the season, game planning, we get that. But this is, it's what makes this weekend special. It's early enough that there's not the pressure of the game coming up next week. And we get to see, I think, a side of everybody that is a little bit more themselves yeah. without the pressure and stress of everything and it's been so much fun well good. and in particular we
4: got to see the side of brian walsh which is a killer on the pickleball court
8: yes that's, that's my game right there fellas <laughs> Dude, you were into playing pickleball i love pickleball it's an extension of my ping pong skills Oh, we need to play some pong can you play pong I, i'm pretty good at ping pong all right well there's a board right yeah there,
0: so. the reason I'm <laughs> well there it is the reason there i'm there not good at uh pickleball is because
8: it requires the feet to move a lot <laughs> You got a little heavy feet. You yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 you showed that with your picking up selection right, listen, of issues. <laughs> hey, listen. The defense is slide. You need to get Cliff Marshall. He's <laughs> right here. Hey, so hey, let's B.
0: Walsh. I think we covered it with the three point nine. <laughs> all right. I don't think we need any more of it. Thank you so guys, much, man. Thank you for everything thank you, for you, you do, everything. B. Walsh. Oh, we are so lucky to be able to talk to another one of my coaches. Which uh, let's just start with what I should do for all my coaches. I apologize. I apologize for everything. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the pod Anthony Leo. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're great. What has this weekend been like for you? It's
6: been fun. It yeah? was a lot of fun, actually. I, I didn't really know what to expect, but I actually had a really good time.
0: This was your first – well, you were at Fan Fest last year, but first yeah. fantasy camp you ever exactly. were. Yeah. What was it like, first of all, being on the other side of the, the lines where you are coaching now instead of being on the floor? What was that like? Was it stressful at all?
6: It was. The, I mean, the draft was really stressful, and then I was talking to Coach Wilson, like, I don't, I don't know how they – to do it because we've been out here coaching for two days and every one of us lost our voice. <laughs> maybe because we were yelling at you guys so much. But, but, we were 0 I mean, 4, so a lot of yelling had to happen. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It, it was fun. I had a really good time.
4: I want to take it to the Fan Fest last night. There was a really special moment. When a Bloomington boy who just came home to get back with the program, mm-hmm. Jordy holes came out. Yes, How much does that mean to you to see see a guy you grew up watching and cheering for come mm-hmm. home
6: like that, and and know that's that's your town too, and that's what you are to this program? That's awesome. I mean, the love he gets is, is incredible, and uh, it uh, selfishly like it, it was awesome for me because I, I I used to have to text him, you know, for advice, or to pick his brain, and that kind of stuff whenever he was over in Germany. But now that he's back, like, I can just. I can just go up to the office and and ask him questions or, or get, you know, his perspective on things. So it's great to have him back. Yeah.
0: One of the greatest things about this weekend has been how engaged you guys are all the players with us as campers, but last night with the fan fest, with every fan that came on that court, the way you rallied around everybody rooted for them Mm -hmm. celebrated with them. What does it mean to you to be able to do that with fans? And why is it that this team just seems special when Mm -hmm. it comes to that?
6: Uh, well, me personally, I understand well, especially the little guys. Like, I understand what it means for them to be able to be out there and, and get autographs, or get to shoot a shot. Like, that, that's that's every kid's dream. Because it was right you here. at one point, exactly, right? Exactly, right. And I think the, the whole team kind of understands. Like, it, without you know the fans and the culture and the atmosphere, like the school not what it, what it is. So we, we appreciate it, and we know that you know if, if we're able to give back to them, then then when the season rolls around, they're going to be here for us. So. A lot was made about the Bahamas experience last mm-hmm. year,
4: that trip, and how that got you guys starting to gel as a team right. earlier than it normally would for a season. Mm-hmm. What's a weekend like this where you guys are all around each other? It's not the normal grind in the gym, but you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. You're coaching it up. What does that mean
6: for you as a team going forward when it is time to get back to work? Yeah, it means a lot. It was good. To, you know, it's kind of like a little bit of a break just because we get a – we're we're still we're actually still being really competitive whether it's the pickleball or coaching as yeah. each other stuff like that but it's it's good to be able to just hang out spend time together but not have have the stress of of lifting and practice and workouts and all that stuff on us so it's it's been fun.
4: Now you got heated during pickleball you I mean, were with yourself yeah. you yourself you're really hard on yourself. But but now that you've all gone through it a bit, mm-hmm. you got You got to pick a partner for pickleball. Who's who's on your squad? From your squad. Me and Trey.
0: Trey.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. People didn't get to see his talents, but but we've played we've played like outside of this, and, and he's pretty good. So. I
0: I think Cliff was talking about taking the whole team to pickleball courts. It's and addicting. Doing it as part of it's it. addicting. Yeah, it's fun.
6: It's it just very fun. Do
0: you find you get a good workout playing
9: pickleball? Not
6: really. Yeah, no. that's not That's really. why it's fun for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not really. I mean, I, I guess a little bit, but like compared to what we're used to with running and basketball, yeah. it's not really much of a workout. This was my first time ever playing pickleball, and. The first, like, four
0: rotations that I was in, I did nothing. (laughs) I mean, the ball never came to me.
6: Maybe
5: they were scared
6: to hit it to you.
0: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But it seemed like I I played four times, and I was like, this is bullshit. Like... (laughs) Well, and they
4: kept what kind yelling. of game? They, do you not play? They kept yelling at me for stepping into the kitchen,
6: yes. whatever the hell the that is.
0: Loved the kitchen. <laughs> well, yeah, the word. Well, I'm su- actually I'm surprised that wasn't my problem.
4: The well, oh, there's very a kitchen?
6: Comfortable in the kitchen. Very comfortable. It cost <laughs> I like me a own... couple points because he went I, in the kitchen. I so felt much.
0: bad about it, but I like to own the net. All right, that's I, fair. <laughs> I just want to f- just put a button on on my first four. On the fourth one, I believe Miller was on my team, and and I'm not exaggerating. I did nothing the mm-hmm. first four times mm-hmm. and on the fourth the ball went like by you know it wasn't like it was kind of in the middle and he yelled at me <laughs> yeah. I did nothing Yeah, that way you No you no, no, should have hit the it the ball was on the line in the middle I'm like it's 50-50 and if anything it's 50-50 and I haven't done anything for the first three times. Yeah. So why would you expect me to do anything now? And to support your argument, I would much rather have Miller hitting it than you. Yeah, he should have <laughs> yelled at himself. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's an interesting game. All right, listen, let's just get to the elephant in the room. You were my coach. Mm-hmm. We went winless. We did. Okay, but we had a triple overtime game that was pretty intense, and mm-hmm. we were down a lot of players. Right. You know, grade me as a player 1 to 10. You can use de- decimal points. Say something nice to start. I will give you
6: like a no say something nice to start. <laughs> Listen closely to I what I say. I'm going to give you like a like a 7.4. Whoa! Whoa! Explain. Wait, Explain. did you Listen. Did you watch Listen. the games with coach?
7: let so he knows
0: more about basketball yes. than But
6: you. but while the the scoring and the skill may not be there. Correct. You played hard as hell. Thank you. And you took a lot of charges that's and you were playing defense and you were talking and you had a good yeah. attitude and you were encouraging. And, yeah. I mean, every, like, That's it's, it's like me except I consider myself a little more skilled than you. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> please take the word little out of that sentence. Just a wee bit. No, I, I, you, you do the right things. Thank you, man. Awesome. You really do.
0: Well, awesome. speaking of doing the right things, Mr. Leo, you do the right things Thank for this you. program. I appreciate that. And, and I'm glad what Ward said about the Geordie thing. Because that's you in a few years. Right. I mean, that's I you in so. 10 years and hope 20 hope so. years. It is. What you mean to this team, you are a leader in this team. We've seen it. They, people look to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, your energy is great. Your competitiveness is great. And you're a hell of a basketball player, too. And it's been a joy to get to know you more these last few yes, days sir. and just play for you and be around your energy. It's infectious yes, sir. Uh, and you didn't yell at me a pickleball. So that's good. <laughs> cool. So we love you, man. And yes, we're sir. gonna, you know, we can't wait to see you guys out on that court for real in
6: just a couple months. Right, yes, sir.
0: All right. <laughs> oh, that's, all that.
6: that's all you needed to say, all
0: right. And we're out. One of our favorite people that we have had the pleasure of meeting as fans of indiana and just one of my favorite people in the world assistant coach kenya hunter oh, so
3: sorry associate head coach. no uh, i'll take assistant okay know. all right yeah the assistant. check's the
5: same yeah it's the same <laughs> it, it doesn't matter right
0: uh no, coach uh you've been around this whole weekend you you part yes. of the golf outing you've been part of the fantasy camp some of the dinners and stuff Just tell us what this weekend has been like for you from your perspective. It's
3: been an unbelievable experience. You know, obviously to see some of the people that you guys brought in uh, that we were able to build connections with, uh, this weekend has been unbelievable. Um, All the feedback that I've gotten uh, as far as the people that were involved, our guys being involved with it, it's been great. Uh, They love just our team, um, the guys, their personality. Uh, it's been a great experience, and it's the first one that I've done. Um, so it, it's something that I look forward to doing more of in the future here.
4: Now, Coach, you are the senior member of the staff and that you've been here longer than anybody else. No, Brian and Walsh.
3: Brian Walsh. That's true. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, okay. But hold on, hold on. Let me just but, let me but, just tweak it. You are
0: the senior as an oldest.
3: Yes, yes. I'm really I, that old. I am. That really, I am. really, old. That's that's messed up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I am the elder statement. Yeah, there we go. Of, okay. Of, of,
4: so you and B statement. Walsh yes. have seen this thing evolve. You've yes. seen it grow. You've been a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. When you look at a weekend like this, Yes. and the culture that's being built here yeah. like what does it mean not only for all of you and your jobs every day mm-hmm. but for, for what it means for the program and the direction it's headed what does this weekend why does that actually matter
3: yeah just the excitement that the fans have and just seeing it yesterday at the beginning of the fan fest uh, the people that came um, it's the first time i've been on a staff where a lot of the, the fans wanted to interact with the coaches And I just think that, you know, bringing Indiana basketball back, uh, the direction that we've done in such a short time, um, it's all under Coach Woodson's. And I just think that the future is bright for us. And I think we're bringing in the right kids, some talent, uh, along with good people. And that means a lot. And I think the fans are excited about what's to come for Indiana basketball.
0: I'm glad you said the thing about the good people, because the one thing we noticed the most in just being able to interact with the team throughout the whole weekend is, this is a special group of guys. The way that they, and you obviously had to leave before the festivities went on. But I don't know if you you heard about some of these moments last night. Mm -hmm. There was a young boy who made a three pointer Mm -hmm. for for two free tickets to an Indiana game. Mm -hmm. And he was this crazy fan. I mean, this just sweet young guy. And the team rallied around him and celebrated with him when he made the three like he had won the national championship. And it, for this kid, it's a life-changing moment. I mean, and it was everybody's been talking about it. It clearly uh, is evident that you guys have targeted not just talented and skill, but people that fit a certain culture. Why is
3: that so important? Uh, I I think it's important just, um, you know, for our team especially. I think we have an older group along with four freshmen. And I just think the older guys have embraced the freshmen uh, because of the people that they are. They are talented. I think we got a talented freshman class. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and that's one of the There he that's is. That's the talent right there. Yeah. That's Jalen
0: <laughs> passing.
3: But, but, yeah, we we got a talented group, and uh, they've come together. They've, this eight-week summer program that we had, uh, it, it was one of those things where the guys really rallied for each other. Uh, it was very competitive when we were able to scrimmage from day to day. And so I just think they feel like we got a, a chance to have a special group. And I think everyone is doing their part to make sure that they come ready to play. And Coach Woodson has said it. We're playing for a Big Ten title and hopefully a national championship. So uh, just knowing that, I think we have to work as hard as we can. Um, but I think this group feels like they have some special brewing.
4: Now, look. There was some controversy this weekend. I think it's best we address it now.
3: Yeah, your yeah. voice is. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not controversial. <laughs> that's, that's just fact. That's just having fun, <laughs> and it's great. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs>
4: but you were drafted. You were supposed to play oh, in the fantasy camp. Oh
3: man.
4: Uh, yeah. Politics got involved. Politics got involved. But deep down, were you relieved you actually didn't have to get out on that court? Because yeah. let's let's be yeah. serious. We lost some of our campers to serious injury this yeah, weekend. Injury. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, I think it was best that I was not able to play this weekend. But the excitement build up, I did have fun in the three point shooting. Well, contest, let's which... talk
0: about the three point <laughs> contest. How many threes did you hit? Kenya Hunter, Division One Star for
3: Duquesne basketball. Well how many did you hit? I hit seven. But, stop, but, stop. Stop. but <laughs> I beat you. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. How many did I hit? 6. But let so, me so let, we, let me let me explain one. it. So <laughs> when I watched uh on Twitter, yeah. Scoop shooting the threes yeah. and he made like 19, 19 19. Well, the ball was being fed Quicker than okay. what we... They had to the rebound through back. Now, if you shot an air ball, if the ball bounced... You're right. It was going to take longer that to get is true. shot up. But
0: let's focus on you hit seven <laughs> and I hit
3: six. Are you embarrassed? I shot left-handed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. But first, no. Wait, wait, wait. This is a perfect segue. We all know you have a great analytical mind. Yep. You're out on yep. the road. You're great, great talent, talent evaluator. A Great talent evaluator. You've gotten to see... Couple of ballers here with four years of
5: eligibility <laughs> left.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, you need to go ahead and break it down. What's Eric?
3: Oh, and what's that, Lord? And you
0: can use decimal points.
3: No, no, that, that would be tough to do.
0: Because hey, B. Walsh and Jordan this, did it. This is this your job.
3: It? This is your job,
0: sir. I think actually, I think what he just meant was it's not tough like he's uncomfortable. It's tough it, because he can't score either one of us.
7: Exactly. <laughs> That's what I am
3: saying. For both zeros, <laughs> both of you guys. Would we'll be uh, probably on the JV team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. we were a second <laughs> That's unit. That's a good answer. Second
4: unit representing. <laughs> right.
3: But but it's the, the the effort, the hard work. You said you took about two or three charges. Three charges. Three, three charges. took one
4: from me. And a couple others, I think, you but did? it was the one on Eric so, that felt the best. You know, best.
3: you would fit in because Coach Watson likes defense, and we've been able to. We get gave effort. A that, bit we, of time. we left Stay it all there. out there. We did, we including did. some elbow skin. Who, who scored the highest points in one of the games? Who Me. had the most points? I maxed out at three.
4: <laughs>
3: what? Well, I was really now, happy. Now, with if that, I Coach. was able to play, yeah, I would have at least got ten a game. Well, oh yeah, my yeah, God! because you again. played
4: Division One yeah, basketball. No, 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 coach, yeah, huh? yeah, that helps. <laughs> I didn't make the high school team oh,
0: in, in then, this last game. Then
3: I give it to Eric.
1: <laughs> Wait, but
0: here's I what's great: in the final four games this morning, that the winner plays in the championship. Ward played a different team. I played a different team. We both scored exactly the same number of points. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. One, one, one of two good. free throws. That's At least you got fouled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, Kenya man, we love you. We, you know how much we value you and have enjoyed getting to know you. We hope you're here for a really long time. But I will also say this: any program that needs a head coach that can recruit, oh, that builds relationships with people. That that kids wanna play for and bust their ass for, they would be lucky to have you as their head coach.
3: Five to ten years down the road. Yes, five to ten years <laughs> down the road. We'd be happy for that. Well I appreciate that. And you guys have done a hell of a job of setting this fan fest up. Everything involved with the weekend has been unbelievable. The feedback that we've gotten uh, has been great and we gotta continue to do this thing and move on the right direction for the Hoosiers, baby.
0: Let's do we it. Gotta get it done. Let's do it. Thanks, Kenya. All right.
4: Uh, we, we have a very special guest here. This is my coach right here. This is a gentleman who not only coached us to an incredible 500 record at two and two, but he also posterized us by putting <laughs> Eric and myself back to back under the basket. On his way over our heads to dunk the ball and to win the dunk competition. Yes, give it up for Jordan Geronimo! Yeah, serious, serious, serious. Jordan, uh, man, we've had such a good time with you guys this weekend. Mm-hmm. What's it been like for you to be around the fantasy camp, the campers, the fan fest? Give it, give it to us
7: from your side. Uh, it was a really fun experience. I mean, it was the first time for me to you know be on the other side of you know the, the coach player spectrum. And you know, it was really fun to just, you know, coach players, uh, you know, have fun and just play hard. And, you know, it's just fun to see old people, you know, play
0: hard. <laughs> you know? It fun or funny? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Fan Fest. Yeah. Because, look, it's always tough when you're the guy that everyone expects to win something like that. Right. Just like I think everybody was expecting Miller to win the three-point contest, so there's right. added pressure. You exceeded expectations.
7: You won. Right. Did you have your dunks planned out beforehand? Nah, you just thought of them. Nah, cause like first my first dunk, I was gonna do a windmill, and then I see uh, Caleb Banks just bounce it off the floor and windmill it. I'm like, and then uh CJ Gun comes like off the backboard and windmills it, and then Chase 360 windmill. I'm like, I can't do regular windmill. Right. <laughs> and so like that's when I tried to do like a East Bay off the drop step, and I was just thinking stuff out of the out of the blue. But you know, uh, it was just really, it wasn't really planned, but. The one with yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I did tell Eric. You and, said you're gonna do something. Yeah, I I, I, I did tell Eric and Ward beforehand. I'm, I'm gonna I'm borrow them. I borrow <laughs> them. Let me, let me, use them. Look, you came into Indiana as a supreme
0: athlete. That was right. what you are known for. Right. But do you feel <laughs> that you are even at a different level of athletic ability? I think I really am. And and yeah. that's from the Cliff Marshall and you yeah. dedicating yourself to the gym.
7: Yeah, because uh, when I came in. Or just my early athleticism, like, I felt like length helped me a lot, in, you know, in being able to dunk the ball and just get up higher. But, like, I feel like, even, like now, like, I can really just get up there, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to, like, really rely on my length because I it. believe that my athleticism itself, you know, can really, you know, help me get, you know, high rebounds, dunk balls, and contest shots. So. yeah. Now, look, the, the program's evolved in your time here, right? It's right. a
4: very different program than the, the one you walked into. What right. does well, a weekend like this, where you're not only, like, interacting with the fans, but you're, you're even interacting with your team in a different way, mm-hmm. how does
7: that end up helping you guys as the season kicks in and it gets to be showtime? Events like these, like, is always great because it just builds team chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, was, uh, I was coaches with uh, Malik, X. And, uh, Trey and Hogan and like I feel like I got a uh, lot like, closer with my teammates you know working together oh you know how, how we going to win this championship you know what I'm saying and other teams did the same thing as well with, that, with them players but just like as a whole just us you know coming together and just you know planning this whole thing out and you know having fun doing it at the same time which is going to uh, really help us in the long run because you know you just spending time with each other just build relationships you absolutely know what I mean? so.
4: and how great was it that both of our wins Came against Eric's team. Perfect. It felt amazing. I felt amazing. I amazing. That's some bullshit. Do you Do you That's remember the deal. score on the last game? Because I was losing track, but like they got
7: twenty. Uh, Did we hit sixty? We came close. We was close to sixty. We was close to sixty, man. Uh, who's, keep, who's keeping count though? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
0: at, at a certain point,
4: just there should have been
7: a mercy rule.
0: All right, you two are assholes. <laughs> uh, Jordan, man, you're an infectious guy to be around. You have great energy. We are so looking forward to this season. Um, how much are you looking forward to just getting back on that court? It seems like your game hit some other level last year, at the end of last year. And, and now you've got some expectations, right. you know, of probably for yourself more than anybody else. Right. How, just how excited are you to get back out there?
7: Man, words can't really explain. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go out there right now if I can. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited to play with these, uh, this new team I have. You know, we got some new people to come in. Uh, that have uh, great talent, and I'm just ready to go over there and get some Ws and hang some banners. Well, my man, thank you so much for coaching me. You're
4: of a very, course. you're a very patient man. We are very kind. To... Man.
0: What? Give us a talent evaluation, zero to ten. Ward it? Roberts, you were his coach. You Roberts, can, you can use decimals. You can decimals. use decimals. I you, you
7: don't have to use anything in front of the decimal. Like it could be point .4 All right. All right. Ward was a, a great teammate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, took a couple charges. You one know, from Eric, one from Eric. One from Eric, that's, that's, that's always great hustle. You know what I mean? I like hustle. You know, that's, that's, my, that's my kind yeah, of play. Think? Yeah. Uh, I will give him, out of 10, I'll give him uh, 8.2. My guy! My guy! My guy. Yeah. That's my coach. Oh, yes,
0: sir. And that is such horseshit.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they both know it, but they're both going to just accept it. That's fine. <laughs>
7: that sounds salty, you
0: Jordan, you're the man. Be good, man. We're going to root for you, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is a fun one to introduce. Somebody that we have gotten to know pretty well over the last, I don't know, what, like six months or so? We had him on the podcast several months ago. Had him on again after he was a Hoosier Hysterics ambassador. Uh, but the first time that we got to meet him in person, the first time that he stepped foot in assembly hall with fans in the stands, ladies and gentlemen, Jalen Hood Shafino. Mm-hmm.
10: How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man.
4: What, what, what was it like last night to be in assembly hall with fans and be introduced for the first time?
10: Man, it was great. Honestly, it was more people than I thought it was going to be. So just to get out there to see him so happy and to see them just wanting us to get out there and put on a show for him, it was, it was honestly great so uh
0: we had lots of competitions last night yep. you participated in the three-point competition right yep hold on. we're gonna have to wait for this noise that is as loud as it can possibly be and All we're right. good all right, so we had the three-point
10: competition that you participated in yesterday. Were you happy with your performance? Um, I wouldn't say happy. I mean, it was my first time, you know, being in a three-point contest. I went first, but, you know, I feel like I did well. But, you know, we got some good shooters on the team. You know, Tamar shot the ball really well. Um, Miller shot the ball well. So, yeah. you know, it Were there good. any butterflies at all for somebody like you? You've played in a lot of big games. Yeah. Were there any nerves at all being in front of fans for Indiana shooting the ball? I mean, not really. To be honest, once I got out there, I was cool. I would say before the event started, I was a little nervous. I just wanted to see what was all going to be there. So once I got on the court and everything I started stretching, I was good.
4: Now, you've never been involved with a fantasy camp, a fan fest yeah. like this. What's it like to just be mixing it up, uh, not just with your, your teammates, fellow coaches, if you yeah. will, but having these fans come out and coaching them up? You've been having a good time. What's it been like?
10: Man, it's been dope just getting engaged with them. Um, Like you said being in different shoes coaching and everything that's that's new for all of us So it's been great and you know to an extent kind of help your basketball understanding because you got to be real sharp mentally And you know, you got to help your team win. So it's been great. How bad did you want to
4: beat the other teams because? Those were the coaches you were going against your teammates.
10: I really wanted to win, but you know, obviously my team it was a it was a it was a tough weekend for us, but you know, the point of it was just to build relationships, engage with the fans and everything. So it was, it was definitely a great experience.
0: Now, Jalen is being nice because he was my coach. And when he said that we struggled a little bit, he, what he meant was we didn't win a game. 0-4, yeah. <laughs> but we, we did, we had a triple overtime loss today. I mean, yeah. we really busted our
10: butts. Go ahead, tell the people what it's like to coach me. I'll be honest, man. You are the player that you want in your team. You bring the energy. You're vocal. You play hard. You're gonna take charges. And like I said, you know, you, you need a player like you in the team. You know, you got just gonna run through the wall. So, I like that. It's also a, very no, diplomatic. Yes. Notice no talk of skill. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, you you knocked down a couple of shots here and there when you wanted to, but you know your role. I, that yes, I do. Yeah. I know my role. Now look, it wasn't all bad for you guys
4: because at the end of the day. You, two of your losses came to my team, that's so true. this also yeah, gave you true. a really rare look at, at at my game. And if you were to redraft, okay, for next year, redraft, would you draft Eric again, or, or would you draft me?
10: I mean, you kind of put me in a hot seat, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. just because I coach Eric and I see what he can do, I see what you can do too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say both of you. Uh, just, just on the safe side. But what I think you should do is I would like to see y'all play one-on-one. I think the fans would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. that, would be, that would be interesting. I think that no one who appreciates basketball wants to see that. <laughs>
0: look, everybody likes to laugh, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Jalen, look, man, this was a little teaser of what's to come. Yep. You know, the the basketball season doesn't really kick off till Hoosier Hysteria, and then games quickly follow. But... Did this start to get the juices flowing a little bit for
10: what it's going to be like to be in that building, just you know, 20 feet to our left here? Yeah, man, I think the fans were able to see a little bit of everything we got. You know, you're know, seeing all the challenges we did, three-point shooting, dunk contests and everything. No-look yeah. passes. Yeah, I mean, during the game, you got to see a little bit, got to see some dunks, some shots made, some passes. So definitely I think you know the fans should be excited. I think we got something special here. There was obviously an, kind of an all-star game feel to it. Yeah, you know, yeah, people
0: yeah. should, of course, that's what you want in something like this. However, there were a couple times where you and X were matched up each, against each yeah. other and you went at him and he went at you. Yeah. And you didn't want to back down when he had the ball. Yeah. That, that competitive spirit, is that just kind of a little taste of what you guys are doing every single day in practice?
10: Yeah, me and X, me and X are definitely both competitive guys. We want to compete. You know, We both want to be the best players we can be. So you know, definitely in practice, you know, us two go at it. You know, Everybody goes at it. We want to be the best. And for, in order for us to be the best team, we got to go hard every day.
4: Well, you've been on a couple national championship teams oh, yeah. playing at the highest level. We've been around you guys this weekend quite a bit. Yeah. And we, we felt this chemistry between you guys, whether it's out there on the court or just messing around. How, how important is that for what ends up happening when the season gets going? That you guys have that chemistry off the court, off season, when it's time for, for, for it to be for
10: real? Yeah, like you said, you know, we see we have that chemistry this year. And for me, being on them championship teams, I would say the difference is the chemistry and then the discipline. I think this year we have a great team. Um, you know, guys are locked in on you know the main thing, that's to get a national championship and a big a Big Ten championship. So if we just keep working and we keep you know staying sharp mentally and you know block out the outside noise, I think we'll be really good this year. Um, your mom was here. Yes. Your mom got to be here and see you. What was what was her reaction to last night? I mean, she had a great time. you know, I just talked to her actually not too long ago, so you know she had a great time. she enjoyed it, and she's honestly ready for the season to start too, so well, <laughs> so is the entire Hoosier nation. Yep. and big reason for that is because we want to see you
0: play out there and wear the jersey and uh, oh God oh oh, oh Tim <laughs> Timmy Gall. G. Timmy G's first appearance on the podcast, and he didn't say a word. and, and, a a word. and his last And his last <laughs> All right, Jalen, you're the man. Good luck to you. We can't wait to start rooting for you in real games. Yes, sir, thank you. All right, we are here with a really special person. Last night at the Fan Fest, the moment of the Fan Fest was Austin the Fan. We've talked about it. Uh, We know it. We'll get into that more later. But the biggest ovation came when we announced Jordan Hulls back in Assembly Hall, back as part of the Indiana University basketball program, standing ovation from that crowd. Jordy,
11: what did it feel like to walk out on that court again and hear that crowd? It was amazing I mean that's that's what Indiana basketball is all about that's what I grew up liking loving bleeding everything you know so to be able to do that and it's been so long since I've even been able to be back here in this arena and um, yeah, it was really special and my kids were up there my wife uh, it was cool for them to be able to see that uh, they get to see me play but they haven't seen like what it is like here in Indiana so I try and explain that to them but they're you know they're only five (laughs) three and one half but you can't start too early That's Um, that's right but it's really special and that's what makes this place so special i think and i hope and we preach to the guys like you know when you come here this is what it's all about you get this place going there's nothing else like it well and for all of us loved loved you and cheered for you um To see you just, like,
4: in the offices, like, in there with the coaches, grinding before the weekend even kicks off, and then you got to be involved with so much of this weekend. You played the golf. You've been around. You've never really been through this before, maybe as a player with fantasy camps, but what is it like uh, going through a weekend when all the fans, all the players, a lot of the coaches are around? Give us a a summary of how it went for you.
11: Yeah, like you said, we did, like, a fantasy camp when I played, but, like, it's just different when you're a player. So to be on – the other side and, and be able to do all the things behind the scenes and then also interacting with you guys and the rest of the people who devoted a lot of time and a lot of effort to get here to, to be on campus and experience what we all love in Indiana basketball. It was really special to me. and I, I really enjoyed it, you know, meeting a lot of different people, networking and just connecting and, you know, relationships is what everything's about. That's a lot what my job, my new job entails, but I've always thought that way anyway, I think you never know who you're going to meet and it's really cool to see all different walks of life and, and learn from various people. So for everybody who has that same common passion for Indiana basketball, to be able to come in and have a great weekend, fun watching you, you guys get up and down the court. That was pretty entertaining. <laughs> fun or funny. <laughs> I'd say a little bit of both, but I was impressed. I was impressed. So He's uh, such a nice guy, that Jordan. He really is. Uh, no, it, it was a really cool weekend. I, I really appreciate everything that you guys did to, to get it done. Uh, You know, somebody that is pretty high up in
0: the athletic department said something to us about you this weekend that I take to heart, which is they compared you to Quinn Buckner, you know, as far as what you meant to this program, as far as winning is Mm -hmm. concerned. that Quinn is really credited, I think Quinn's career average is like eight or nine points a game, but he's really credited as being the leader of that team, the toughness, the mentality team first. And this person compared you to them. And everybody we've talked to has always said, you are just about winning. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How do you, even in the job as recruiting coordinator, you're around these kids, these guys, these young men. How do you impart that piece of it to them also?
11: Yeah, well, that's pretty high praise. Mr. Buckner is, is. uh, you know, that's really nice. It is, (laughs) but it's well deserved. Whoever whoever said that, you know, that's that's really cool. But, um, yeah, for me, I think... It's just like the little things, the little details. You know, I was never gonna wow anything or anybody with anything that I ever did, but I knew if I paid attention to the little details, those go a long way in creating those habits. And we were able to, when I was here, build a culture, and from that, you know, we had a lot of success. And obviously, playing with like a lot of great basketball players helped my job, but I think, you know, it takes a, a full effort. It's from the manager, managers, the GAs, the you know, the, obviously the coaching staff, the players, it's a whole the – the medical staff. I mean, seriously, it's, yeah. it's everybody that is going to help this thing go. And, and to me, that's those are the most important things. And to let these guys know, like I've been there on the worst of times of Indiana basketball and I've been there on the best. Um, obviously not winning a national championship, but, you know, we brought Indiana basketball back. And, and for me, I, I didn't really care about anything else other than bringing, bringing it back. And, yeah. Let's do it again. That and, you, and you that, did. Yeah, and that, that's our goal, and I think, you know, we got a good group of guys, great staff, and, you know, I'm really excited to be back and be part of that.
4: You know, we like to have fun.
11: <laughs> we got to ask
4: you to be serious right Very now. serious. Okay, okay this serious. You need to first look at Eric, taking everything you've seen this weekend. Yeah, I mean, let's not make it about appearances. <laughs> no, taking yeah, everything okay, you've everything. seen this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you led with the appearance thing. <laughs> on, well, you know, I'm, I'm leaning into that for sure yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10. How would you rank as a recruit, Eric,
11: as a basketball player? You know, I love the intensity you play with, Eric. Thank you. You know, you play hard. Starts with yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, good length. You yeah, know, you oh. get, run up and down the floor. It's yeah. good. Playing hard. Taking charges. Yeah. You, know, you, you told me earlier that's what you pride yourself on. I'm, I'm all about that. I got called flopper a lot in my day. Yep. But uh, one out of ten, I'm going to give you about 3.8. Whoa! Shh, don't say anything. Okay? Thank you? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Now, How do you get to see too many jump shots, though? So? Yeah, I, I, they, they don't exist. Yeah. Now. <laughs> and now, and, now, back. And, now war. and And again, take it all in. <laughs> Effort. Effort, energy, mm-hmm. constants. Got to be constant. Yeah. Me, both of you, hey. did that. So... How many charges did you take? One from so Eric. Did no, they really count no, but, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that wrestling match that you guys were doing. I, I, and I got two
0: in earlier games. Three I mean, for the and, weekend. and he was, it was like a stage combat thing that you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Flopping. I, I like a... like, it's just physics. Yeah. <laughs> it's just physics. All right. So what? one to ten. And how many games did you win? Uh, two out of four. Out of
4: four. <laughs> and how, games many, games, not, how yeah.
11: many games did you guys win? Uh, two, uh, three, zero. Zero. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you a four. Boom! That is oh, winning, he had winning. No we just talked on winning. We just talked about winning. Oh, that's we sad. just talked about winning. See, see what Can, he did? See, then? it's so baked into for him, him <laughs> that he'll. <laughs> my
1: God, <It> is, winning. I <laughs> gives you
11: an extra listen,
12: point
0: listen, two. I'll take it. Or point three. Winning is so baked into Jordan Halls that he will lie when it serves <laughs> winning, and that's what he did here. I'm not taking your spin to heart. All right, right, Jordy, you know how much we love you, man. Being in the building last night and hearing that crowd and being part of it to oh, welcome right. you back for the first time since you were here as a player was a moment i'll remember forever it was awesome and it's just so gratifying as a fan to know you're part of this program because just having you here means something you can feel it i'm telling you warren and i've talked about it you walk through those offices everybody's kind of joking around they use your name all the time they know what you mean to this place that stuff is infectious and you're going to be really good at what you do the recruiting coordinating (laughs) stuff so Thank you for being back, and uh, we look forward to rooting like hell for you. No
11: problem. Hey, I appreciate everything you guys do. It's awesome. Great weekend. All right, brother.
4: Thank you. We are here with another one of my coaches. Uh, And as everybody knows, our team had two wonderful victories this weekend, both over Eric's team. Malik, you're a Hoosier Hysteric ambassador. You're new here to the program. You're a Hoosier now. How did this whole weekend make you feel
9: fully a part of the Indiana family? Um, The fans are amazing. You know, they just, you know, they support everybody on the team, show everybody love. And it's just a great feeling, you know, having this fantasy camp. It was just a great time to spend with the, you know, the people that truly want to be our friends and truly love us.
0: Well, one of those other people that we love and have loved for several years just walked up, ladies and Mm -hmm. gentlemen, a guy who kicked my ass in a game this morning in a triple yeah, overtime, coach. That. It, was a, it was a great game. Please welcome Trace Jackson, Davis. Trace, how are you?
12: I'm doing well. How are you guys?
0: We're great. What has this weekend been like for you,
12: man? Uh, this weekend is honestly, it was it was really special. Um, just being able to coach those guys, I thought it was really fun, and just to see how, what our coaches go through while playing with some of our fans, I thought it was really cool. I never thought I enjoy I would I would enjoy watching old men play basketball that much. <laughs> so, but it was a great camp. It was very competitive and a very good time. I have.
0: Have to pull up while we're recording the text that Trace sent me last night because I thought we were gonna have like a nice moment on text, uh, uh, thanking him for you know signing autographs at the fan fest, which was very nice of him. And then the response I get was, "If we see y'all at some point tomorrow, my apologies of what we're gonna do in advance." <laughs> this guy is talking shit to me at like. One in
12: the morning. That's what I want. I I was just, I I had to get you off your game. But you guys, obviously, something transpired because you came out and brought it to us. But, um, yeah, what's his name? Vance? Vance? Yeah, Jace. 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 Jace Jace
0: can play. Jace
12: Jace can play. He's he's a hooper. So, So, look,
4: look, look, look. This this is a unique moment here. We got the senior, he's a big guy. We got the freshman, he's a big guy. What's it like in practice? How's
9: this guy coming along? What are you learning from this guy? Let's start with Malik. Um, Just being a dog, being aggressive, attacking the basket, you know, doing everything, excuse me, doing everything Chase is trying to do in the post, you know, being dominant down low. That's why I'm learning from Tracy, you know, because he's a dominant player. And has been dominating for a couple of years in the college level, so that's what I've been learning from him.
0: And, Trace, it probably seems like it was like a minute ago when yeah. you were in his position. Absolutely. Um, what do you think of this guy?
12: Uh, man, he came in, and you don't see a lot of freshmen come in and just absolutely just right off the bat are able to do what he can do. Um, he produces at a very high level. He can put the ball in the basket, and he's learning, and he's getting better every day.
0: I love it. All right, let's talk real quick about FanFest last night. Malik, first
9: time that you got to be in Assembly Hall with fans, you got announced. What did that feel like? Um, I don't have no words for it. It was just a great experience to see all the fans cheering, cheering me and my teammates on. And, Trace, I want to ask you specifically about
0: the moment with Austin, which is just blowing up on social media. Absolutely. It was a special moment. Um, what did that mean to you?
12: Oh, it means a lot, just um, for all, for all of our fans, just to show you what it what it's truly about. And uh, I know it was a special, special moment for him, and that's a moment that he'll probably never forget ever. So, um, it's truly just a blessing to be a part of. Trace, you've been around the program, you've been around some different squads. I'm sorry, about your my voice sucks. My voice has gone too. Yeah, oh, this right, is oh. this
4: this we've, we we yeah. left it we all, all down. out there. Terrible, all out. yeah. Okay. But this squad you got. Right now, and, and even a weekend like this, what you've seen over the summer, what's it mean to have the kind of chemistry and rapport with these guys heading into the real season?
12: Man, it means a lot. I think yesterday you guys kind of saw what we can do, um, and we're all very comfortable with playing with each other. Everyone plays at such a high level, but um, we got some dogs, man. I'm not going to lie to you, and we're ready to get after. We get after every day in practice, but uh, we want to see a new team in front of us.
8: I got to
0: bring it up. You hit more threes in the scrimmage last night than I believe you've hit in your career. You didn't hesitate. They looked good. Did it feel good for you? I mean, look, I know you're, you're one of the best players in all of college basketball but this has been a new part of your game that you're adding. Did it feel good to take some and make them in front of fans?
12: Absolutely. Uh, I've been in the gym obviously working on my shots, so uh, I made sure to get one up early so they know that I'm, I'm going to shoot them, and then it went in, and I felt good, so I shot another one, and then it went in. So um, this is a game that I just got to keep getting repetition with my shots, but um, I'm ready to take them in, in front of 17,000 instead of 4,000 fans, so it's going to be fun.
0: Malik, can you imagine what that place is like with 17,000 people in it? No, it was loud with
9: 4,000, so I can't (laughs) wait for 17,000. And
0: I want to ask, your parents were here, and we got to meet them, such good people.
9: What was their reaction to last night? Um, They had a great time. Um, I don't know if, you know, because I don't know how they felt, but I, I think they had a great time, you know, had a great time coming out and showing, because I really didn't see him the whole time, right. so I don't know what, what their experience was. You haven't was. talked to them since? No, I, I, I have not. So well, you have to catch up on them. So, when I catch up, I'll definitely tell you how they yeah, feel. Yeah, please do. Malik, we are so glad you're here. Yes, we're sir.
4: so proud that you're a Hoosier Hysteric Ambassador. And Trace, man, we're so glad you're back. Absolutely. And you know all the Hoosier nations. We're going to be cheering our ass off for you this year to go out the right
12: way. Yes, sir. Thank you for a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. Thank you.
0: We are on courtside, sitting courtside. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but we're sitting courtside, mid-court, Assembly Hall, for the championship game of the Fantasy Camp. And the person sitting in between us is Coach Mike Woodson. Coach, what has this weekend
5: been like for you? Well, unbelievable. I mean, I think what you guys have done, along with Greg Darbyshire you guys have put on a hell of an event for guys that still think that they can play (laughs) for wonderful indiana fans that came out to attend the game last night i mean it was an incredible turnout and so we got to cap it off and finish it off with a championship team and and give them some awards i think right
4: that's right Now, Coach, you've been so good to us in this weekend and everybody who's come out. You just have a really special way with making everybody who came out for this to feel good and welcome. But, But what does a weekend like this do for
5: you and the program? How does it help you? Well, again, at the end of the day, when people come out to support our Indiana Ball Club and the fans surely have supported us for many, many years, it's all about family, man. We all family. And that's how I look at this event this weekend. We got a bunch of family members in here having a great time. And it helps the program. I mean, it really does. I mean, with our players being out here involved, faking like they're coaches. <laughs> now they really know what coaching is all about. You know, but it gives them a different perspective of, you know, how how our program is and them being a big part of it that truly makes it so i mean it's been a great weekend man And we just got to finish it off today and make sure everybody gets out of here not hurt yeah <laughs> you know coach any program
0: is a reflection of the head coach and they take on the the mindset the personality the discipline whatever it is it flows from the top every one of these players this weekend has engaged with the fans that have been part of it, whether it was at the social event or the fantasy camp or the fan or the fan fest. how important is it to you that your players
5: engage with the fans in a in a very real way? No, it's, it's very important. you know Eric, you think about the fans over the history of this program, they make Indiana basketball. They've always made it. And for them not to give back to these fans would be unjust, man. And so I'm glad that they're, number one, they're having a great time, but they are involving our fans because they're a big piece of the puzzle in terms of us winning and losing basketball games. So they're going to, they won't ever go away, you know, our fans. I mean, they, who they are, the greatest fans, I think, in college basketball and you know, for our players to to be in the same arena and, and, and enjoy their company, man, it means a great deal to our program. So, Coach,
4: it seems like everybody's had a great time this weekend. It's been a great success. Will you let us
5: come back and do this again next year? Absolutely. You done lost your damn voice <laughs> like you've been coaching, too. <laughs> you've you been playing. I mean, what's the... What's that all about?
4: wait!
0: wait <laughs> vocal on the court, Coach, just said I was playing, which yeah. is the nicest compliment I've ever got. Well, I will say this. I know the big thing for you on the court is people talking, right? Absolutely. Well, one thing
5: you don't have to worry about with Ward and I, we talk. <laughs> That's a good thing. I got to get my players to talk more. But, no, coach, you, you're definitely a welcome back next season. I mean, we'll, we'll do this again next summer and probably do it in a bigger way. As all well. right.
0: Uh, coach, you know how much we love you. We know, you know how much we support everything you're doing. We just want to say thank you for letting us have this weekend. It really has been a fantasy experience for everybody that's been involved. Thank you, and uh, we're rooting like hell for you this year. Well,
5: thank you very much. I appreciate that very much, Scott.
0: So are you. That was a guest. That was a guest. The thread that connects all of them is how important this weekend was for Indiana basketball.
1: Yeah,
2: for them personally and for the the the, was health, meaningful. the health of the program. It's like, you know, you, you talk about all these other big schools and the way how they're connected and have this strong community and look, it's no secret IU has needed to rebuild that um from the last couple of decades and you know whether it's Coach Knight coming back coach Woodson being hired you know you see the fruits of all that in a weekend like this where there's such unity and love across the generations both the people who were a part of the program and people who support it
0: and how about the fact that the players rated you and I and you overall rate rate higher yeah I'm pretty I you know look Special shout out to my coach, Anthony Leal, who gave me the courtesy ranking. I mean, he (laughs) rated me higher than you because he was my coach.
2: Yeah. Look, look, and look. their loyalty. We all know loyalty is very big with Woody. And I think these guys, despite our play on the court,
0: displayed a lot of loyalty towards us. Thank God. Yeah. Because that's all we had. That's what we got, baby. So that all wraps up. But there's one more event in the weekend. It's Sunday. And a highlight from three years or from last year. Is the IU women's team putting on a clinic for about 100 kids, grades eight, one through eight, majority girls, some boys there too, where the IU women's basketball team coaches these kids for three hours?
2: They're doing drills, they're doing little scrimmages, they're, they're practicing, it's, I mean, so many cute faces, and honestly, the majority
0: of those kids, more skilled than you are, not majority for all, all. Yeah, probably. But going around and talking to all their parents. Yeah. And getting to thank them for being there. And seeing their pride and joy and watching their little ones out there mixing it up with Grace Berger or Mackenzie. It, it was amazing. Getting to meet the new players. Getting to meet Sydney Parrish. Getting to meet Sarah. Getting to meet Lily. All these players. It was so great. Getting to meet Alyssa Gary. It was so great. And then afterwards, it's over. The event's over. And the women stay to sign every autograph and take every picture. And I, when we were leaving that, people were coming up to us, telling us how amazing it was. Like the moment, the perfect moment to end the
2: whole Hoosier fantasy experience on was a guy uh, who had brought his wife uh, and he had brought their kids. They driven four hours. I forget from where come to the fan fest before uh, the night before go to the youth camp. And we're one of the last ones out of cook hall that that day and he got got to take you to the hotel I'm driving up to Indy and he's getting his car and he sees us and he gets back out and he walks up to us and he shakes our hands and he said I want to thank you guys for the best
0: weekend I ever spent with my children. Okay. He was emotional. Uh, uh, his uh, wife was in the car taking pictures of it. Oh, uh, we were floored by it. I mean, we're emotionally drained at this point to hear that is everything. And and I said this in in one of the interviews we did But, yes, this weekend was for NIL, and we raised a ton of money for NIL. Oh, it was incredible. These players are walking away with healthy checks. But once the event started, until it ends, no one's thinking about money. Not at all. They are thinking about the experience of connecting to people. They are thinking about being overwhelmed by what Indiana basketball is. Malik and Jalen are getting a taste of what it means to people. Trace and Race, and especially Trace and Race, in their last year, are getting a chance to reflect on, this is what I've done for four and five years, or in Race's case, six. (laughs) This is what it means to people. They got to viscerally experience that. I can't think of a better way for them to start their final years at IU.
2: Well, and we did one thing we skipped. We did get to do a Q&A with Miller and Trace and Race and X for the campers. And to hear these guys kind of reflecting on, on what has been and what the season is about. And let's not forget a big part of the vibe this weekend was about the monster Woody's been building in short order. And the optimism and the enthusiasm for this year's team and the direction of the program is the highest it's ever been since we started this podcast and started going back. And that translated
0: to every moment of the whole week. Totally. And the focus. They're not shying away. We want a Big Ten championship and we want to compete for a national championship. That's their goal. That's what their single-minded focus is. It was, and I said it on our podcast last week. The idea that I got to do this with you this time, the fantasy camp added to all the other events. This is going to be a yearly tradition. Having you there, we got to hang out. We got to split up when needed, but we had so many moments together. It was special. And I just hope that everybody listening to this that went to it comes back next year. And everybody who didn't, makes a point of doing it and we're going to announce the dates maybe tomorrow on twitter after this releases we will announce the dates for the fantasy experience next year and we're going to start signing people up immediately for it circle the calendar don't book the
2: vacations you know we we have a situation where even this year with months in advance people already had stuff in the books like evan but we want to get it out there so fast that anybody who couldn't because of circumstances like that can next year.
0: And to wrap it up, I want to announce one more thing we're doing for NIL. I hope you're still listening. We should have done this at the beginning, but consider yourself lucky. We got our hands on two courtside tickets to Indiana versus Arizona. Can we have them? Nope. We're not going to keep them. IU versus Arizona in Vegas at the MGM Grand Arena courtside on the floor here's what we're doing we're raffling them off the raffle goes through sunday here's what you have to do to enter a hundred dollars gets you an entry the face value on these tickets i believe is a thousand dollars there are not many of these tickets for every hundred dollars that you commit to hhnil.com you get an entry into the raffle so two hundred dollars gets you two entries we were gonna we're gonna pull a winner probably on sunday night You get the winner gets two tickets to see Indiana play in a nationally televised primetime game on Fox. I I believe Ravi put it out there
2: that this is unprecedented, that that this is going to be the first network
0: primetime non-conference game, non-conference game. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense, but it is two tickets is what the winner wins. $100, every $100 gets you into it. Go to hhnil.com, click on the donate or contribute button, $100. I'll enter you into the raffle. And on Sunday, we will announce the winner. And I will videotape it on Sunday. So everybody sees that it is 100% above board. I'll show all the entries. I'll pull it out of a hat or however we'll do it. But it is 100% above board. And I want you to realize this. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I know. Even if you don't win. Your money goes to HHNIL. And make no mistake
2: about this weekend and the money that was raised. And we're not going to be talking about what the players made. That's not for us to do. If they
0: want to, they can, but it's not for us to say.
2: But make no mistake. Any player in the nation thinking about choosing Indiana University as their school of choice to play basketball at is very aware of the incredible times that were had over the last few days and the that a large, large, large amount of money was raised to take care of our players, to take care of the guys who are putting in the blood, sweat, and tears every day, multiple times
0: a day to give us a great team to root for. That couldn't have said it better. What an amazing weekend! Follow us on Twitter at Hoosier Hysterics. There's lots of great content, by the way, from the weekend. Go and to Ward work. will put it out on the video podcast, but go through the Twitter stream at Hoosier Hysterics. For the hysterics no e no i but, but the, the sometimes why we get to nail it when we're in person maybe i'll just use that audio clip going forward. forever thank you for indulging us light them up if you got them iu basketball is right around the corner and we'll see you next week and we'll see you next year at the hoosier fantasy basketball experience mm-hmm.
2: From the halls of assembly you'll hear us scream and shout Our love of Indiana is manic and devout Everything I do we discuss in unique manner We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner Us the goofy
4: guys go by names of Ward and Eric, And as you probably know by now we're Hysterics Hoosier
1: Hysterics Hoosier Hysterics Hoosier Hysterics